0: This program to bring you a special report.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 103 of the Not a Robot Podcast's DC Comics Review Show. As always, I have my amazing co host joining me, Rob Soundoff. (laughs) I don't know what that was, but anyway. That was Mr. Hanky. 90s cartoon fans.
2: Jeez. It's not Christmas, but oh. it's Christmas in July. Screw it, why not? Oh my goodness! Uh, and Josh,
1: sound off.
0: Don't forget to take your towel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: So let's put an end to that. <clears throat> All right. Today oh, on the show, we will Tally be covering. Was amazing. D- oh gosh, yeah. Today <laughs> on the show, we will be covering the latest books from DC, and we hope you enjoy it. Make sure you stick around until the end of this episode to hear top the biggest thinker, and to find out which titles may just make the dump list. If you'd like to support us further, please visit buymeacoffee.com forward slash podcast for either a one-time donation or subscription access to our Discord, as well as other exclusive content available on the network. We are also on Substack, uh, and we're putting out newsletters semi-regularly um, that are definitely worth your time. But with that out of the way, let's get into some news for this week. Guys, what's... Uh, how about what's what's new with you personally? Before we get into some
0: news. Oh man, not a whole lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, thankfully for 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 me and my family, I did just finally get approved for social se- security disability. So that's going to make it's things a nice. little less stressful around here. Nice. Other than that, though, uh, not a whole lot. Other than uh, having to buy my kids. Hundreds of dollars of school supplies. It's oh, getting ridiculous. Already? Getting ready yes. for the new year. August Jeez. 5th, man. They go back oh, August
1: 5th. Man. That's so early.
0: That's what I'm saying. Oof, damn. I wouldn't like it. I don't yeah. remember going back to school till almost September. Yeah,
2: yeah that's usually I mean, the last, last few weeks of August. Yeah, usually.
0: around uh, here yeah.
2: yeah not not much going on around here either it's uh summer in Canada, so I can't stand it <laughs> yeah. melting are we oh yeah, even in the basement right now it it's oh, just <laughs> for some reason uh it's still kind
1: of warm down here well nothing nothing to to report on my end at least uh nothing new really uh just uh Business as usual, um, enjoying some, uh, some new comics, but uh, that's about it really. But with our, our check-ins done, let's get into some news for the week. Uh, I guess I'll kick it off. Um, just have a couple of announcements that I think are, are worth checking out <clears throat> that I'm gonna throw out there. Uh, Tom King and Chris Burnham gave an interview on their Dark Crisis tie-in that we'll discuss later. Um, that's obviously out today over on Adventures in a Poor Taste. They kind of go into more detail about the story and the significance of it, um, and Burnham, obviously, on the artistic process. So that's definitely worth your time. I gave it a read on Tuesday, um, and it was just really insightful. Uh, speaking of Mr. King, the release of Tom King and Elsa Chartier's new book from Image, Love Everlasting, was announced a couple of weeks back. And to celebrate the upcoming release, uh, the duo have been releasing images for the upcoming variant covers. Over on their sub stack uh, so far there's ones from clay Mann, Raphael albuquerque and matthias bergara with more to come Ooh, from Tula hey. mote and other incredible artists that i've definitely heard of at one point or another um, love everlasting actually comes to print on august 10th but if you want to read the first four issues for free i might add you can head over to their sub stack love everlasting where they have been releasing it digitally for the past few months I have only caught up on the first three, I still need to read the fourth one, um, but the first three were really good, um, and uh, its I won't give too much detail on the, the series actually, it's basically a kind of a homage to the romance comics of the fifties, which if you've ever read them they're notoriously terrible, um, but oh. you know, uh, King is, is putting his own twist on it, which uh, I admire, and uh, he's done a good job so far, so check it out, like I said, it's free, great to read. Gorgeous art from Chartier, and it's a pretty solid writing from Tom King, so worth your time. Fair uh, yeah, uh, irredeemable fans, look out because the series or the universe is coming back, according to a recent announcement from Boom Studios. Fans will remember the Mark Wade is evil advertising from two thousand nine, and to celebrate the return of the franchise, they're putting out Mark Wade is still evil advertisements to promote the upcoming series. Um, for anyone who has no context for that, that probably seems really weird. But trust me, it was it was something they did before. It's not just like Mark Wade is an evil person. It's not.
0: I assume, I've never met him. Um, no, but Irredeemable is an evil Superman for all. Yes, of
1: but Irredeemable is an evil Superman, and the idea is for Mark Wade, who famously loves Superman, to write an evil Superman, then he himself would have to be evil. So you know, it makes Indie. sense. Um, In the. Adi- Yes, details are still vague at this point, uh, but it should be interesting to see what Wade and Peter Krauss and the rest of the Irredeemable team have in store for the next chapter of the franchise. Um, finally, Aftershock is putting out the long-awaited second hardcover of Baby Teeth from Donny Cates and Gary Brown, which collects the last half of the series for all the completionists out there. I don't have the hardcovers, not really a hardcover guy, but um it's out there and i know people have been kind of clamoring for it because the series was on pause for a while so it's coming soon um i think it's out in august or september or something so check I it love out the series too by the way yeah yeah check it out if you haven't read it and you're uh, looking to complete it yes I, I would
0: agree <laughs>
1: great series um, so yeah that's all i got
2: how about you Rob? well uh so <laughs> i just <laughs> discovered something i think is freaking awesome um, but I'll get to that in a second. Uh, oh. I think it was a couple of weeks ago, Brandon, you mentioned that there was the Harley Quinn Season 3 trailer. Well, earlier this week we got a, f- a bigger trailer, the full trailer, if you will, yes. uh, wow. with less than a month ago. I think even two weeks to go for Season 3 to release. It um, does release this month. Yes. Yeah, I think July 28th,
1: that could be. Yeah, I, I know, think it's, somewhere in the like, somewhere in the late 20s. I, I want to say it's like either the week of
0: or the week after comic-con or something like that. right all right on. um speaking of comic-con um okay. and and i don't mean to interrupt you real quick but this is something yeah. i i just saw earlier today um todd McFarlane is teaming up with somebody i never would have expected to see associated with comic books um ozzy Osbourne. And it's going to be it's going to be right, and it's going to be a companion to Ozzy's uh, new album, uh, Patient Number Nine. And I mean, I'm old. I'm 43. (laughs) I grew up. I grew up with Ozzy Osbourne. I before and after I was born, all of that music was amazing. But the man is 76. I'm a little worried about the performance of. Perhaps that's why he's going the uh, the the route of uh, teaming up with Todd McFarlane. And for anybody out there, you can see both of them. They will both be at Comic Con together. I
1: mean, right? I mean if, if Bowie can put out, shuffling. okay, yeah. <laughs> How could we stop
0: at the
2: exact same time? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I was just going to
1: say if Bowie can put out music in his sixties, you know, why not Ozzy in the seventies? I guess. Well, that's that's what I was
2: gonna say. Ozzy was shuffling and mumbling on TV 15 years ago. How is he still <laughs> performing <Right>. live today? <laughs>
0: yeah, projection. It's um, all or, about projection.
1: Yeah, or, or McCartney for that matter. Although I don't think he does that much dancing.
0: No, he I, I, I he, think he, he could he's more of a sit-down kind of guy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Well,
2: well, that's interesting. Yeah, I could see that team up happening, especially after. Yeah, they're both you know, McFarland spawn and spawn. In the Prince of Darkness.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be pretty cool.
0: Uh, you said Comic Con; they were going to be at Comic Con, so they, yeah. Or Fair I enough. forgot; uh, I wanted to throw. I, that. I
1: would love to be able to go to San Diego, but it's. I mean, we might as well. Yeah. Find a trip to one home. day. One yeah. day. Yeah.
2: Yeah. One day, maybe we'll have a booth there. Who knows, that would be,
1: friggin awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah, <we'll>
0: be <laughs> one, friggin' awesome. One one day. Hey. We will have a booth there. Yes. That
1: will be that will be when uh, when Rob and I are working on our Green Lantern title and Josh is getting a through his nightwing story doing a yes. Probably separately, yes. but we'll we'll still be in connection with each other, I assume. Unless you guys I mean, all get famous it, and uh, leave me low. in the dust. <laughs> oh, if anybody's getting famous first, it's you. <laughs> Let's face it. We're we're all
0: getting famous at the same time when we yeah, watch yeah. Parallax yeah. Entertainment.
1: And then we can we can talk about that time we were, yammering about Bendis on a podcast ten years ago. <laughs> well, that would be kind of awkward oh. if, we're, if we're at a convention with them. Yeah. Like, oh, oh. yeah.
2: <laughs> Did you ever listen to our show? Brian? Uh, ah, um, oh yeah, every oh. week. Ooh. Uh, oh well, okay. well this is. You awkward. know, people
1: change. People change. People change. Uh, I was a different person yeah. then. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't.
2: all right um but harley quinn season three we'll we'll definitely talk about uh sdcc i think a bit more next week uh, when we get a lot more announcements to what's coming out seeing as it it is next week i can't wait to see what's gonna happen mcu is kind of a big showing but i'm not even i'm i i know some stuff i'm not gonna talk about it right now (laughs) but i'm super hyped so basically uh so harley quinn I, I saw a still and I shared in the chat I'm not sure if you saw it, Brandon uh, It oh, looks like cool. If that image is to be believed And if I'm reading it correctly um, They go through some kind of portal uh, hmm. Oddly enough Dr. Psycho is back But Harley and gang End up in the world of BTOS
1: Oh
0: man Oh, It looks so just
1: like Paul Dini Gotham City
0: Ah. Uh... Yeah, yeah. That, I really
1: hope that that's that's not just like a tease. I really hope they can I do a whole not. episode. Again.
0: Yeah, that uh, that definitely has my interest beat. I was gonna watch yeah. it anyway, but now now I can't wait for whatever episode that's. Yeah, yeah I happen. gotta
1: I gotta go through yeah. the trailer again now because I was I was just pausing to to see. I saw Nightwing was gonna be in the show, and I got all excited. Yeah, so I was cool. I was just going through those scenes again.
2: Yeah, it was really just the one quick clip, and I took a mm-hmm. screenshot of the best shot I could I shared it in the chat so you'd be able to see it there, there is. oh yeah but yeah. it was it was it was yesterday a couple of days ago so you might have to scroll a bit um alternatively I don't know when it released I don't know how long it's been out um that's basically the same statement in different fashions I, I'm rambling now it just came across my wire uh manga DC manga have you guys read any uh. DC manga in the past
0: Yes, yeah, it's it's been pretty called, pretty good it's, stuff. It's called Future State Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: what I was thinking of. I didn't. I didn't, I
2: didn't Besides, else. like actually made by Japanese creators in Japan and sold in Japan. <laughs>
0: um, no, no, I've I'm like, not there's, even there's aware Jericho of, of any. There was the,
2: the yeah, Bat I, manga, and there there was a Justice League manga a few years ago. I picked up. Well, there there is another one. They're all officially licensed by DC, by the way. So this this one is approved by dc and technically published by dc so far only sold in japan there's no english translation yet Ah. but i imagine there will be one day and it's called one operation joker interesting now that the whole idea of one operation is is uh, a thing in manga to detail a single parent household (laughs) okay And somehow, uh, the article does not go into detail about it, Uh, Batman becomes a baby. You might see where I'm going with this. So Joker, for some reason, decides to raise baby Batman and be the single parent father to a baby Batman wearing a Batman costume in a baby clothes fashion. Uh, And it's it's deliciously awkward and weird, and I kind of want to read it.
0: Speaking of awkward and weird, man. Yeah, I mean, I've got weird. my own beliefs about the relationship <laughs> between Joker and Batman, and that makes it even stranger. Yeah, yeah. jeez. Yeah, uh, only...
2: apparently it, it it details him struggling to be a parent while also committing high value or high profile crimes. But he's also making <laughs> t- like parental like typical parent mistakes, like I bought the wrong size diapers, and I was got to deal with that. Just it it looks. Like, uh,
0: it, uber it's, ridiculous.
2: It's... Yeah, but you want to read it. <laughs> I, I
0: admit, I'm, just I'm to See how ridiculous now. it gets. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm now. Uh, Somebody yeah. will translate it. Yeah. No, oh, the only so.
1: the only DC manga thing I've read is I know they have like those old uh, like Batman manga ones because that's where Lord Deathman first appeared. So I oh, right. It. That's right. I haven't read them in full. I've just like seen. Yeah. I didn't even know there was a whole market out there for it. So hopefully they'll oh, yeah. translate it soon. I'll, I'll check it out.
0: Hopefully. Yeah.
1: Hopefully.
2: Yeah. Well, that's all I found so far.
0: All right. Well, I've got I've got one piece of bad news for comic fans and then I've got one piece of bad news for the comic book universe in general. Um Penguin Random House is the exclusive distributor of marvel comics and idw push uh, publishing um they that's that's who makes the comic books get to your local comic book stores and there was a huge storm and the road leading up to the Hampstead facility where they ship out all of their comic books is covered with trees right now okay oh, sure. um they will not be able to get them out on time. Uh next week's comics at the uh, it will be delayed. There's no time frame as far as how long they'll be delayed, but they are hoping that it won't carry on till the following week. So it must Ooh, be pretty that's bad, bad out there. I'm, that's I'm very at, bad.
1: I'm looking at next week's books and I totally forgot. They're doing the um the AXC judgment day, the big you know, summer crossover oh, between Avengers, X Men, and Eternals. That's out next yep. week, or it's supposed to be. <laughs> Whoops! Uh, obviously,
0: Marvel is going <laughs> now to, it won't you know, be. I don't. I don't read Marvel books online at all. Um, but I, I'm not sure. Do they have something that allows you to purchase the comic? Yeah. Book, or so do you yeah, you can. Like
1: you can book still. Book? You can still purchase them digitally. Um, it's just you know, people probably want their stuff. to think, But um, yeah. yeah, that's that's unfortunate. Yeah. Oh, I mean, is, are they it with is... Diamond still? Marvel? I thought um, DC was
2: DC was the only no. one in Penguin Random. Yeah, the no, they
1: they dropped last fall, but I think they didn't officially implement their new distributor until this spring. I was talking to my guy in the shop around March, and he was like, "Yeah, they only recently just switched then." So I think now they're like fully um, involved with the Penguin was, Oh, the Okay, Penguin, sorry. and.
0: Then uh, Penguin Random House farms out, like, sub-distributes through Diamond for overseas. Yes. Because yeah.
1: yeah, Diamond is Diamond UK, which is basically the, the,
0: the, the distributor. Right. But that's about it. And then the other thing that I wanted to mention right now, which is half news, half rant. Um, I mentioned it in the, in the Discord shortly before we started the show today. It blew my mind. Um, initially reading this until I found out more about it. Uh, uh, let me just get it: comic book creator and all-around douche nozzle Eric D. July has launched. Um, and if you guys are not familiar with him, he's all over the freaking internet. Um, he's oh, launched you're
1: giving what, this airtime. Oh my god! I, I just, just a, a tiny bit. I wouldn't even yeah. waste the time.
0: He's uh, he's launched what very well might be the. Biggest crowdfunded comic book series ever. As of the last time I checked, it had made $1.2 million in one day. Um, he's a Comics Gate supporter and proud libertarian that wants to keep comics in the Stone Age, staying away from the topics that comics have always helped to bring to the forefront of society's discussions. Those things that happen around around us in real life, murder, spousal abuse, drug addiction, so much more. Um, But now that that's not the focus, now that the focus is on not just those things, but also making sure that every kind of person on Earth can be represented in a comic book and that their main character isn't always going to be white Jesus, all of these people are being, at the very least, uncomfortable and sometimes downright angry we actually have two members of our podcast network that have been directly attacked a full-time member and an occasional guest they've been attacked physically by comic gate supporters um these lonely hateful fucks are the only reason why people like gabe altabe evan van scriver chuck brown Brett Booth, and so many more even have Ooh, jobs Dixon. Chuck, Chuck
1: Dixon. Chuck, Brown is a Chuck
0: Dixon. Dixon. Oh, Very shit. Nice My bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, You're I, right. I Chuck Dixon. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Thank you for that catch. And, uh, I've got a job for them myself, but I uh, I won't say it here on the podcast. They are highly successful for all the wrong reasons, and uh, $1.2 million in a day is something I could only aspire to. Um I'm trying to get comic books off the ground. We all are here at Not A Robot. And uh, it it blows my mind that you can get that much money just by spouting hate. Um, Oh, you can trick
1: people into a lot of stuff. Plus, again, when you take into account how they make this money, the fees that they charge, not to mention all the extra incentive, yes, that they get their friends to pay for, pretty soon that million adds up pretty quickly. I always see through the stuff. It seems like it's impressive. Like, wow, you made that really fast. That's a lot. And then you look at it, and it's like the base level cost to get a copy of the book is $25. Yeah. I guess if someone were to charge, let's say, roughly 10,000 people, you know, $25, again, not taking into account the additional high-dollar rewards that are $100 or $500 whatever, then, yeah, you can understand how it adds up pretty fast. Um, so, I'm never, I look at this stuff and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Plus, it assumes that these books actually make it to the people that paid for them. <laughs> if you've ever paid <laughs> yeah, attention that's to a true. lot of these campaigns, yeah. they often don't. Uh, I'm sure Mr. Ethan Van Skyberg can tell you about it. And one final, last bit of news if you're feeling bummed about the fact that it made you know 1.25 million and setting any records, don't worry; someone already beat them to the punch. Berserker made, I believe, it was one point four five million dollars within twenty four hours last year. Um,
0: I didn't realize was, it was quite yeah. so much. That's badass. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that was. And that's a cute. great oh, title too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I have I,
0: I, 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 I liked not, it. But anyway.
1: Yeah, but but anyway, <laughs> it's trust me. This this scam, which I can only charitably call it, is not going to be making any um, records. That's for sure.
0: Absolutely. I Highly successful for all the wrong reasons, kind of like yeah. our former president. So I say, fuck them, yeah. every last one, and that is all.
1: Yeah, I, I guess if you had to give it some kind of record, maybe it's the fastest independent Kickstarter campaign that is not attached to a publisher. It's obviously berserker. Oh, no, no. Studios. But
0: This was not even on Kickstarter or Indiegogo. <clears throat> Everything went through his own website
1: oh well that's not suspicious at all <laughs> right
0: which i mean right. if you're out there and you're supporting this and uh listening to a uh definitely liberal leaning uh podcast and you're still going to go out and buy that just just know what you're
1: getting. yeah it's like uh the the re-election fund or whatever the hell trump's thing was last year I exactly
0: but it reminds no. me of that
1: like where is the money going? Oh, don't worry about it. It's just on this website that only we have access to.
0: But just, just yeah. keep
1: giving us money. Don't ask. There's questions. no,
0: yeah. th- there's no accountability if he's doing yeah. it all by himself.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like you don't You're need to know same. where it's going. You just need to give me money.
0: <laughs> Pretty That's much, it. but yeah. And sorry, I ended the news with two pieces of downer information, but uh, there is some good news this week. Yeah is there well we've got some pretty we've got some decent comic books that are, came out this week well,
2: What are they? Think, I, I but, before
0: we get, get into the, the 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 main ones i'm sorry rob what'd you say
2: so i feel like we need bigger news than that <laughs> to, yeah, to, right. to get the taste yeah, out of our mouths yeah.
0: well uh what i have is some honorable mentions for the dc versus vampires fans out there of which i definitely count myself um, they have come out with the Crypt Edition, which is a follow-up to the Coffin Edition. This one collects issues four to six of DC vs. Vampires. And even though I loved it reading the reading them by issue, I bet you that it reads even better collected. So you might want to go out there and pick that up. Plus, um, they have
1: great homage covers. This one's oh, the Breakfast man, Club, and they? the last one was the Lost Boys, I think. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 I love.
0: It. Who doesn't love a it's good homage?
1: Awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, if I was to collectively rate 4 through 6 on that, I would give it a 9 out of 10, and that's no lie. Um, Urban Legends 17 came out this week. It's uh, four team-up-with-Batman stories, kind of all over the place, but not really in a bad way. Um, It's inconsequential, but it's a fun enough read. Uh, Future State Gotham 15 came out. The art's still pretty good, but the story is still a bit out there. Again, it is still fun, though. Naomi 5. The art is stellar. But though I actually liked Last Issue because Bendis stifled his horrible dialogue, he is right back at it again. That said, if you've liked Naomi so far and you haven't been bothered by Bendis, I don't understand. Maybe you just have a healthy dose of Benadryl in your body at all times. In any case... If you like Naomi so far, you will definitely continue to do so. Again, the art is phenomenal. And that's about the only good thing I can say about that. And finally, Williamson's Rogues number 3. That came out this week. I have been into this Rogue story since one, and I still am. It's a really interesting take on the future rogues um not new ones just uh just our lovely rogues all aged like up to old. uh They're very old yeah well, most... very old yeah and um it's the the story is it's not one that i can't believe it's not fantastical this feels real ish i mean as real as a comic book story can um and this it it really ends this issue really well i i i'm looking forward to the next one you guys definitely need to pick that one. Up. And yeah, those are I, all the honorable mentions that I've got, but they all, with the exception of Naomi, were really good. Yeah, I mean, I only get to
1: check out uh, Rogue, so I, I already read the, the again, those issues I read again. But, uh, I checked out Rogue's 3, uh, that is still very fun, um, and I'm almost like kind of sad to see that the next issue is going to be the last one, but I, I feel like it'll be a satisfying um, like it, I, it, it just, I, yeah.
0: I think he oh, might I, pull it off.
1: Maybe I. We we shall see if he does the, the impossible. Um, but no, it's just like it could not be a more simple story. It's just a lot of fun, like seeing the rogues slightly more curmudgeonly than they usually are because they're older. <laughs> so yeah, dig
0: it. Good way to put that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, I. So I did actually just see there was, released today, a synopsis for uh, Dark Crisis Green Arrow.
0: Oh, jeez. I saw that, too. Tell our (laughs) listeners all
1: about it. I have not heard this, so... Yeah.
0: Uh, It's just a little
2: synopsis, but they they have the creative team. I don't know if they showed the creative team before, but we have uh, Stephanie Phillips writing with art from Clayton Henry. And the backup story, I believe, is Black Canary, written by Dennis Culver, with art by Nick Virella. So, we'll see how that goes. Apparently this one's going to rip the door open on all the mystery surrounding just what the hell's going on with these Earths. At least that's what it seems to hint towards. But, including the question, and what dark bargain has Black Canary made to will these worlds into existence? So, it's all her fault
1: somewhat interested
2: yeah but i guess we'll we'll get to that when we get to our last title (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh sorry yeah honorable mentions though uh Rogues is really the only one i haven't read yet because i did not get a chance to which which is a a shame on my part because i i've Really love the first two issues, uh, and I honestly feel just looking at it a little bit. If I got a chance to read it, it might have taken my number one spot in the top three. But since I didn't read it, I didn't count
1: it. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's like I said, still really fun. Definitely, yeah, uh, worth checking out if you get the chance. So for sure. All right. Well, if we are all wrapped up on our honorable mentions for this week, we're going to turn on that spotlight and shift it around on really just one universe today. I, I, I didn't know it was going to be so focused, but uh we're taking a little trip over to Themyscira, and then we're going to take a trip over to Themyscira, kind of, and that is going to be just our Wonder Woman books this week, starting with Wonder Woman 789, which I'm going to Bob catch us up on right on thank
2: you sir so this is written by the so far usual team of uh michael w conrad and becky clunan with pencils from Emanuela lupacino and Eduardo pensica with inks from wade von graubacher and julio ferreira colors from tamar bonveline letters from pat brousseau and cover from yannick paquette and nathan fairbairn yeah, it's the most amount of names I've seen on a single issue. <laughs>
0: oh, <damn>. oh, it's, <laughs> yeah, it, there's a lot, but I think we've seen more.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, for I mean, we've definitely seen more in like a like a forty-eight page or like a hundred, like a like an annual or something with multiple stories. But for one yeah. story, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. right. So, Cisco, Cisco, uh, Doctor Psycho. He doesn't like that name. So Cisco he attacks cares. a public park. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Psycho Dick. Uh, so he's attacking a public park using a mental hologram disguising Dolos so they can draw out Wonder Woman and take her down. The Make Milk Great Again posse uses a pickup truck to ram Steve Trevor's windowless <laughs> yeah, fun not van about that's, that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, that windowless fun van, that's a little hint to all the Mr. Yeah. Shark fans out there. that uh, pushes that van off a cliff as Dr. Poison treats Trevor and Siggy's wounds with some homemade remedies. Uh, not good ones. And Etta drops the ball on finding Villainy Ink's secret lair by just straight up inviting the last member, Professor Calculus, right to her front door, where he promptly tases her and ties her up. At least one Woman won her fight, right? I guess. There's got to be some kind of victory in this issue. Like, yeah, so what can I even say at this point? What's even going on anymore? <laughs> it's. Good it, way to it's put it yeah it's it's just back and forth between the two groups in such a lackluster fashion uh this was just messy in terms of plot i i enjoyed the art for the most part but the plot's just detracting from it which is not great
0: no it's not Uh, we're still circling milk yeah. We're still circling milk. We have mysterious bosses who appear as static on a TV. The misrepresented Dolos, who has taken on the role of his sister. A useless copy of Wonder Woman that's that goes by the name Sweetheart. And Management, whoever the hell that is.
1: I said couldn't it couldn't get more time.
0: convoluted.
1: Yeah, I said it last time, and I'll say it again. If this was a Doom Patrol story, it would probably be pretty good. I mean... I yeah. be better creators but it'd be a lot of fun but i don't know i just i look at this and i see wonder woman fighting make no great like, like i forgot that had happened because it was so just ridiculous
2: wait uh, was that actually a quote that they used in in a previous in, the, issue? in, in, the, in a
0: previous issue yeah. i do believe so
2: yeah oh shit because i made that up thinking that that just that was like fitting god yeah. damn uh,
0: subconscious <laughs> Subconscious.
1: And I also oh, thought I was having a stroke halfway through this issue because the art change was so like, sharp. Um, coloring was obviously didn't change, and I don't. It wasn't bad art. It was just like so different from each other. I was like, what the fuck just happened?
2: I didn't even notice that the art changed. Right. Like in the same story? Yeah, no, in this story, I didn't even like... notice because I was so yeah. distracted by how confusing and convoluted <laughs> the plot was. I just oh that makes
1: sense fully <laughs> believable yeah no we check in with Siggy with and, uh, and Steve and I was like what just happened my eyes just like oh I gotta check this out now. break <laughs> <laughs> I was like what <laughs> um, yeah anyway it's I don't know it's silly it's still very silly and not even in a fun way
3: not in a dandy
1: way this isn't like no. oh you know it's it's like Doom Patrol or, or the Invisibles or something that's embracing the whimsical nature of man this is just so dumb, but I'm so not gonna say dumb. it. I'm not, so I'm not dumb. gonna say it that way because Josh doesn't best. That's what it is.
0: It's very <laughs> so dumb. dumb.
1: Oh, I think I it see. Really
0: it
2: I think I see the the art difference here. Yeah, you can see it in the the shading. Oh my yeah, god! I
1: was like, eyes—they're broken. Yeah. Wow.
2: yeah. This. What was, what was I just about to say about it? <laughs> Score I assume, uh, oh yeah i guess I, a score I, I gets a five <laughs> i i'll admit i didn't even check out the backup this time partially because i completely forgot it existed but also i just i don't care man <laughs> hey, you know what
0: i am right i'm right there with you uh i i felt like this arc is supposed to feel like a mystery but it it feels more like a cartoon that's gonna get canceled before the end of its first season it, yeah. it's it's bland it's uninteresting and it is a serious disservice to wonder woman um it makes me sad this issue is better than the other in- installments but that is an incredibly low bar i mean yeah, it's so low sound
1: like high un-
0: no it's the bar is so low an ant could jump over it and ants can't jump mm-hmm. um Because of the art, in most of the places, it got saved a little bit, and I gave this a fuck you five out of ten. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Uh, I I had some extra time on my hands, so I actually read the backup for this week, uh, and I wish I hadn't. (laughs) I bet. But I was, I was like, oh, why not? Like, I'm already, I'm already here at the end. Why not just keep going? It didn't look like it would be that bad, and it wasn't. It was just incredibly boring. As the rest of the issue was, um, yeah. and, and again, I like I, I don't know. I, I hate saying that, but I'm just. Like, this is just such a terrible story for Wonder Woman. I, I think I get what they're trying to do. Like maybe it's trying to be some kind of commentary. It's just not very good. It's not doing a very good job of it. Certainly not an engaging job yeah. of it. And I'm I'm right there That's with you, Rob. But it does feel like it's trying to be a mystery. It's just not a very good mystery. Which makes it worse there's nothing compelling about it that makes you want to learn more. Yeah, you're just you're, just, you're like looking at your watch, like when is this over again? Yeah. Um, f- flipping to the end, like how many more pages do I have left? To read? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I got yeah. to the
0: second page of the backup, and I just closed the book. Yeah, yeah. I know.
1: I, like you, you, you know, when you're like you're like counting the number of pages that are left. You're like, uh, yeah, this is a
0: Exactly, yeah, I don't know yeah i I was feeling
1: nice, so I gave the entire issue six, like I didn't even bother to rate the backup because I forgot about it oh,
0: yep, I me mean, either
1: it is what it is, it looks nice, yeah, jarring art change aside, it looks nice, but it's, yeah, it's
2: not all horrible, um yeah, yeah <laughs> you that you' remind me what I was going to say when you mentioned commentary it you can definitely tell that they're they're basing. All this on on very unfortunate real life events and the way society has taken a turn recently. Uh, quite honestly, mostly in the United States, I'll be honest, but it is kind of spreading yeah. elsewhere. We're, we're the one Canada that are fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, no, there's fucked up people everywhere. I, it, uh, like, yeah, when I say we're it's, the it's flooding over into Canada, it's them. it's yeah. flooded yeah. In a tsunami wave into Canada. It's it's pretty uh, disgusting. Um, but yeah, like. They're doing this, and I get it why they're doing it, and it it's definitely a thing. But the thing about comics is, at least for my own my own sake, I use these books as an escape from reality. So while I'm all for you know political commentary and um, inclusion and and all the uh, fairness and equality and all that, and and have those those themes and those stories and those characters and ideas, that's great. Don't make the whole story the the commentary is the point. And don't base it 100% on reality because I, I'm i trying to escape that. I don't want to go into my escape and just face the exact same fucking thing and I just get frustrated again. Yeah.
1: I, also, that's not I why I'm reading this. I don't, I don't know if it's like trying to be satire or if it's trying to be serious. And that's really weird because I, I'm like, yeah, there's definitely a valid message there. But how am I supposed yeah. to take it seriously when it's about milk? Like, I don't... Yeah. yeah like, I, again, it's like, is it? are you... Are you trying to say something or are you trying to make a joke of it? Or like, I don't know oh. my brain and my brain, it can't handle it. I've handled a I'm lot of weird here. shit before and I can't handle this.
0: <laughs> I'm sitting here and I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where the parallel might be going on in this very shitty interpretation of our real world events. And I, the only thing that I can come up with is that the whole thing behind the milk is that they're saying that people are drinking the Kool-Aid.
1: Oh.
0: are you too young to know what that expression means? No, I, I didn't hear the word. Oh, Kool-Aid. Drinking the Kool-Aid.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah.
0: And, and and I mean that's a real stretch, man. I, I I'm going to say I, milk, I highly like, fucking what, doubt it.
1: What what's the point? Like it doesn't even I don't. I don't know. Like, I feel like if you were going to use that metaphor, it would be something that these types of people would actually drink. I mean, maybe they drink milk. I don't know. I'm, I'm not it's, up to date on what weirdos on the internet. Drink.
0: Becky Cloonan just wanted to hear Rob say milk, "Make Milk Great Again." Yeah, maybe that was it. That's. I'm just. am
1: like trying to. I'm trying to figure out how you tie all this together, and I. I don't see it, and it's just weird. Yeah. I, like it's not even interesting enough that I care. So I, I yeah. kind of give up like halfway through. I'm like, what's the metaphor? Yeah, I don't care. All right, that's yeah, that's just it. That's it. <laughs> exactly.
2: Those that's the only two mysteries: is what's the the point yeah. of all this milk, and who are these two people on the screen talking about management? And honestly, yeah, like I know once we get the answer, it's just gonna be disappointing anyway. So <laughs> why why, <laughs> why should I give a shit? Yeah. Uh, the The only other thing I can say about this book is that our next book should just have been the main story in this book. It should have been in continuity main story in the the main title and not been a spin-off series. <laughs> well, pray tell, what is our next
1: book?
0: our uh, next no. book yeah. is Wonder Woman Evolution number 8. The wrap-up of this uh side story, if you will, the mini series. It is written by Stephanie Phillips with an art team inside and out made up of Mike Hawthorne, Adriano De. The Benedetto and Jordi Belair, with lettering from Tom Napolitano. Like I said, this is the end of the run for Wonder Woman Evolution, picking up from the last issue. She is still fighting Vanessa. Um, wow, I just forgot her her uh, her secret identity name. Silver Swan. Silver Swan. That's what it is. All right. So she's still fighting Silver Swan. While that is happening, this guy just randomly walks in, named Atticus. He reveals to her that he's been behind everything, and the nanites that he used to change Vanessa will explode big enough to blow up Nevada if they are pulled outside of a body and not put into another host. In the middle of the fight, Vanessa is thrown to the side for some reason, and we don't know. It's like she just kind of she kind of gets yanked aside and then collapses um nothing caused it and uh diana scoops her up telling atticus that he has to fix her he can't without transferring the nanites to somebody else who is strong enough to handle them so he wonder woman climbs up on a table and gets strapped in and lets this guy do experiments on her even though he, uh, he turned another person completely inside out with, with what he did to them. Not cool. Uh, she passes out during that transfer and wakes up to Vanessa, telling her to go find Atticus before Wonder Woman passes out again. Superman scoops her up, takes her to the Fortress of Solitude, and tells her that the nanites must be organic and that he can't see them. Which makes no sense at all, because he's got microscopic vision, macroscopic vision, x-ray vision. He can see anything. Uh, She steps outside, takes a deep breath, and we see that the nanites are almost as large as her red blood cells, which Clark says he can see just fine. I really liked the first seven issues of this, but what we ended up with in in this book was really unusual. It was, a, it was a non-ending. And if you can't give an ending, don't write the goddamn story. Even if the first seven issues are great, I don't want it to end badly. That's just a bad idea. Also, the art sucks in this issue. Like, really, really, really bad. Um, none of the faces look the same. Uh, the proportions are all wrong. Expressions are flat-out horrible. And for me... This issue was just a huge letdown all the way around. Um, Because I expected so much out of this, given that I was such a huge fan of the first seven issues, this got dropped down even lower than the previous Wonder Woman issue, which I expected to suck. So I had to give this one a 4.75 out of 10. What did you guys think?
2: Well, I still enjoyed it more than the, the other Wonder Woman book. <laughs> like, I, I was definitely disappointed that this, this ended the way it did because it definitely felt like there was at least one more issue in the story. Um, yeah, the art definitely could have been way better, but I'll be honest, I kind of felt that way throughout the whole series, so I didn't recognize it as much in this issue if it took a bit of a dive. Uh, I still enjoyed it, though. But I also read Wonder Woman 789 right before reading Wonder Woman Evolution, so I already had a bad taste in my mouth. So pretty much anything would have been better. Um, (laughs) But quite honestly, I I still think even after that, it it should have been in the main book uh, because it's a more interesting plot. It has bigger ramifications and there is growth for more. So while it is a long story, it has a... It, it really could have done something. More. Yeah. It, it's not tied to eight issues. If it's in an ongoing series that's been going for years, it has a path to go down to more story later on. Which would have been perfect. And you didn't necessarily have to set it in uh, an alternate universe or in the future or whatever, because this kind of story could very easily have been tied to modern-day continuity. Very simply. So why... They needed have. to make it into what seems to be an out-of-continuity story is just beyond me. And and when you get to the final issue, I hate to say it, it does feel like a bit of a waste of time, because it just ends right there, with no explanation whatsoever as to what anything really happened or why they're doing this.
0: Right. She ends up with tiny, little bitty, organic uh, or robotic, whatever, it doesn't matter. She ends up with nanites in her body, and put there by a bad guy. The bad guy gets away. She can't do anything about the nanites and she's just staring at this guy. You're right. This could have totally been a a book in the main series rather than the crap that we've been getting. And I feel like if it was, it definitely wouldn't have sucked to have this happen because there'd be more issues to finish up this Mm -hmm. whatever it is
2: yeah but here we are i don't know i, I still gave it an 8 out of 10 because <laughs> i don't know to be honest with you like i said i had a really bad taste in my mouth so everything seemed better than what roman 789 by a right a main it's like
0: oh what a yeah. palate cleanser finally here. something from one
2: roman that's interesting <laughs> yeah i just i don't know yeah Fuck it, seven. (laughs) I I still hope for more from the story one day. I hope we're not done with it because it it has been kind of interesting. But really the only answer we got is why Wonder Woman and why not Superman or Batman? Which I didn't even know was a fucking question. I didn't know why we needed to have that answer. But
0: okay, sure. Because they needed a human even though Diana isn't. But in any case... (laughs) she's technically a piece of pottery exactly
2: yeah
0: she's some uh, grandma's (laughs) fine china yeah she's technically a vase she's made of clay and you can put water in her this is true (laughs) brandon what do you think about it
1: uh i think i'm glad i didn't read this one
0: (laughs) (laughs) he you have boycotted (laughs) the entire book have you not
1: I, I guess, yeah, every time this book comes out, it just like completely flies under my radar, and then I, I kind of forget that I have to read it. Um, and uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm too embarrassed to be like, hey, I, uh, I kind of forgot to read it before we started recording. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I mean, the way you made it sound, like the first seven issues are pretty good, so
0: I'll have to, they, have to they go through really it at some
1: point. Yeah. Uh, I like Stephanie Phillips, so I mean, I don't know. Most of the time. It's disappointing to hear that uh, the ending wasn't great, but uh, maybe I can enjoy the the ride at least next time when I finally get a chance to to read it.
0: Right? There's only one way to find out.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, now that we're done shining our bright spotlight, we are going to shut it off and take a brief commercial break before we hop back in for our main news. So stay tuned. We'll be right back now back to our program and we're back thanks for sticking with not a robot starting us off with our main reviews we're going to look at batgirls number eight this was brought to us by uh a familiar team at this point michael w conrad and becky clinton with the story with art from robbie rodriguez uh and colors from rico renzi with letters of course from becca Carey. after enjoying the entertainment at the iceberg lounge Batgirl and Nightwing work their way to the basement of the lounge after getting intel from the Batgirls. The two split up, Nightwing fights Valentine, and Babs goes off to save Seer. She runs into comms interference, tries to warn the Batgirls not to come, who end up coming anyway, not hearing her warning. Uh, once reunited with the Batgirls, Oracle and Nightwing and the rest of them take down the last Saint Tarsus and free Sire, Sire? oh my god, Seer. (laughs) Um, Oracle breaks Seer's computer rig, and she's naturally furious. Uh, Oracle, the Batgirls, and Nightwing then escape through an old sewer vent. Um, Seer turns on Batgirl, escaping into the night and vowing vengeance. Oracle and the Batgirls return to the hill and debrief for the night, and sometime later, Nightwing arrives for a late-night debrief of its own. Uh, I gave this one an 8 out of 10. I really dug it. Yeah, you liked that one, didn't you? <laughs> uh, Deep <de-brief. With> reefs, <laughs> Emphasis on the briefs. Um, I was so I was so happy when I wrote that line on Tuesday. Um, yeah, no, I gave this an 8 out of 10. I really dug it. Um, art from Rodriguez is super solid. And just like, I mean, I guess this, I didn't realize it was just a two-parter. So this arc, if you want to call it that, is, is already over. Um, but I thought it was a pretty good one. Like, just kind of uh, a very straightforward um uh undercover type mission uh just trying to take down the saints uh we'll see them more later obviously we're gonna tie in catwoman a little bit too based on that editor's note um but uh but yeah no I mean like I said the series has really just picked up since its inception and um I'm I'm here for the ride. I feel like I'm finally just settled into it and I'm enjoying it. Um my only complaint in this issue um Nightwing is, at this point, no secret, is one of my favorite characters, but my god, that boy horny this issue, like, like <laughs>
3: yeah. obsessively
1: so. Um, obsessively like harny. there are at least four, if not five, separate occasions where he's like, "Oh, Babs, this is really great," but you know, maybe we could just ditch this and fuck somewhere else. And I'm like, "My god, dude, you have a mission. From you months. are a hero," and I'm like, "Calm down." Would you
0: like a fish sandwich?
1: Yeah, I'm like, calm down and keep it in your pants, Jesus. I know, I know the joke is like, you know, Nightwing, you know, super romantic, but they really just dialed up his horn dog attitude in this one, and I was like, okay, yeah. you can you can tone it down a little bit.
2: Yeah, like one or two times, not every yeah. time he appears. Not appear. every time.
1: Every time, like every time he talks to Babs, it's like, you know what we should be doing right now, and Babs is like, all right, calm down. I need to run you a cold shower.
0: <laughs> I, I need some. I need a pizza and some personal time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what well, did man. you give
0: this one, Brandon? You gave it in? Eight, yes. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. All right. um, me, I, f- I, f- I feel. I, I feel like this was. Uh, you know, I'm. I'm. I'm not really sure. I don't consider this just a two part arc. We've been dealing with seer and I I feel like, um, I feel like this might be the end of that arc that has been lasting for quite a while Um, going back as far as, and even before Spellbinder. um, It's an okay ending for what is ultimately really not an important story. It has been really fun for me so far. Uh, but this one, it 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 kind of didn't do it for me. It felt a little. It almost felt like a non-ending, like 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 I got in Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman Evolution. Mm-hmm. And uh, the art is decent in here, but uh, Dick, nearly every face of Dick is just bad. The last the last few pages, it's it's a lot better, but really? his face goes from looking like he's ten. To looking like he's anime, to looking like he might be Clayface, uh, it for me it just wow. it, it was it was bad. Um, I I loved that Babs was wearing a Robin outfit for pajamas though. That was yeah. fucking hilarious. <laughs> right down to the underwear, right, and not not even
1: head. just like random underwear, like the the fish uh, scales, scales underwear scale, that Robin was.
0: Yeah. Yep, <laughs> I thought that was great. Like yeah. I said, it does feel like a non-ending, though definitely not quite as bad as Wonder Woman or Wonder Woman Evolution. Um, it was fun. It just—I feel like it could have been better. I gave this one a six point seven five out of ten. Actually, you Fair know enough. what? It was—it was—it was funner than that. I, I will—I will bump this up to a seven. Fair enough. How about you, Rob?
2: Uh, I I am all for keeping this artist <laughs> uh, because I, I just wasn't sold on the, the first artist. Uh, didn't hate the art, but I kept getting distracted by Cass's cape. It was really, <laughs> really weird. So I'm all for this artist. Uh, staying on the book, at least for now. Um, the art really was good. This. They just yeah. need
0: consistency with Dick's face. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> you might not see it. I don't know. Uh, the uh... point is. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I don't <laughs> mind these two, te- two chapter stories, though. Uh, they, I've always been really into two chapter stories. Because you get so many like six-part arcs or... Or three issue, or just like multitude 12 issue stories. And it's, mm-hmm. it feels so long, but two chapter, two issues. It's just, it's so, it's to the point. It's fitting. doesn't fill in too much. There's no beating around the bush nonsense. It's, it's got a story and tells it. That's it. And I like that.
0: Um, now, I'm, I'm more of the, I'm more of the school um, of, well, of Scott Snyder. Um, don't ever write anything shorter than three issues unless it's a one shot. You need a beginning, a middle, and an end. And I feel like a lot of comic creators are forgetting that.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. although I I do agree that there can be some very good two-parters. It just I, I think it depends yes. on like how you pace your stories, right? Because some people can pace a story across six issues and it's great. Some people can pace a story across six issues and it's terrible. I think we mm-hmm. you know some people who've done that <laughs> in the past i won't name names um but um you know I some people can level. yeah i i think you get who we're hinting at but um yeah yeah some people can do a two-parter and you know i i, I feel like it can you know be, be pretty solid so it just kind of depends right on um
2: so while I do say that about, about two chapter stories, this one did kind of feel more like a four chapter story because the mm-hmm. the last two part arc, uh, I think it was a two part arc, then fed directly into this. Unless I'm just getting it confused.
0: Oh, I mean, we've been dealing yeah. with the same story as far as I'm concerned since yeah. the since the yeah uh, with, with oh, yeah spe- I know uh, I mean, like, the clock tower got blown up yeah post, post
2: spellbinder it. I mean yeah. Ah. Um, yeah. yeah. How long was Spellbinder?
1: Was that six issues? That was six. Yeah. Okay, so
2: maybe yeah, I'm getting confused. There's only two stories. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. In my mind, this was longer. <laughs> Just <laughs> probably felt forget long. everything yeah. I said in the last two minutes. Don't worry about <laughs> it. What? As for the end, I I did think this was going to end differently. I legit thought uh, that Seer was going to join the team. Uh, Me too. She seemed very friendly with the Batgirls, and, and I thought Babs might even offer her an Oracle seat while she was palling around as Batgirl. Um, yeah. Like, they'd be, potentially... they'd be Oracle together, and then if she needed to go out as Batgirl, okay, Seer, take the reins. Uh, but yeah. oh, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. That's,
0: that's computer... what I was thinking. <laughs> for any computer nerds out there, Babs could be Oracle, and then Seer could have gone by the name Java.
1: Oh Lord! because <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I remember um, for for anyone who's oh had read Stephanie Brown's Batgirl run, um, she Babs had taken what was her name? Oh, um, the uh, Wendy from uh, from the uh, Super Friends show. Um, except um, they put her like in the comics, and for some, I don't I don't remember the reasons, but she was paralyzed for some reason. And, Nabs had kind of taken her under her wing, was making her kind of like a junior oracle. And I was thinking they were going to do that again with Seer, but I guess she's just going to be a villain again, or something like that. I don't know. Maybe she's just something run We'll see. Yeah. But I, I suspect Seer will be back at some point soon. Yeah,
2: wanting revenge for destroying her rig. Yeah. Which I, why, why did they
1: do that? You broke my computer. Yeah. It's my whole life. Yeah. Yeah, well, but, just, just uh, to ensure there's no more shenanigans from Sea Rice. And... Yeah, that's
0: yeah. that's the wrap-up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. <laughs> Babs was drinking what? too much milk. That's all. <laughs> You're
1: drinking way too much milk.
2: <laughs> that's it. <laughs> don't,
0: don't say it wrong. Don't. Uh, score. Milk makes a man's body great. Oh. That's a quote, Tony the Tiger. by the way, for this pre. <laughs> That's a quote from the Wonder Woman issue we read.
3: <laughs>
0: Wait
2: what? <laughs> oh god. I think I blocked that. <laughs> yeah,
1: I definitely forgot Milk that.
0: Makes Holy a man's shit. body great. Was oh, that was that Cisco?
1: Yes. Oh god. That sounds about right. Hey, at uh, least it's not calling people the C word anymore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh god. This that is was some gross. It's Don't so take it the wrong way, but I kind of hope he does just once so he can get cancelled again.
3: <laughs>
0: that, that would be epic! i see him.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> he can just yeah. go away.
0: Yeah, I want him to get, like, halfway through it and Poison Ivy bitch slaps him.
2: Oh, man. That would be very <laughs> Comes back oh, from a road trip temporarily
0: just to slap him and drive off again. Like, Batman does it in that in that Batman Robin meme style where he slaps Robin across the face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, would that would be epic. Yeah. yeah. That would be great.
3: <laughs>
0: oh oh god, I can't wait for yeah. Harley Quinn. Yeah, that's gonna be great.
2: Um if I didn't give a score eight point five, I definitely dug this. I'm curious to see where they go next. I imagine at some point we're gonna have Ryan Wilder take a take a comeback. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I got suppose. like one tease before I think even death metal, right? Yeah, I
1: remember that? Or I think it? Yeah. No, I, I think it was, it was right.
2: It was
0: after
1: in Urban death Legends.
2: Day. Yeah, it was in Urban Legends. Oh, that's right. Yeah, when really they were setting movie. up. Yeah. yeah.
0: So it may or may not come to fruition.
2: Yeah. Well, I kind of hope because that that story in Urban Legends I think directly led into Bad Girls. No. Something
1: like that, maybe. I don't. I'll I don't be really damned if
0: I can that. remember.
1: Yeah, yeah, I. But yeah, I, I. know they had said like more to come soon or something. And then yeah. I. I want to say she was like at the end of that, the uh, Batgirl run, like not the Batgirls, but the Batgirl run from. Maybe before Death Metal, like I can't see. So.
2: Oh, it it was, I think they were dealing. Yeah, they were. It was it was the the three of them first going out going after Seer. I remember yeah. that. But they didn't know it was Seer at the time because it was just some tech. Yeah, and then it would really just straight-up suck if they teased this brand-new character that people enjoy and never bring her back, though.
0: Do Ryan Wilder? Feels... Yeah. I mean, do people really enjoy that, though? I don't think... Is Batwoman doing any good? Or that was I, one well, that well, was I, canceled, It's all
2: it? it? It's all canceled now anyway, but I, yeah. I, I never got a chance... Oh, I'm, I haven't got a chance yet to watch the Ryan Wilder stuff, but the stuff I've seen was really good, and I've heard nothing but good things about that
1: part of the Batwoman series. I, I guess I would say she could probably just get folded into Legends, but isn't that getting canceled too? Oh, it's already so been That's canceled. the joke yeah, I've heard. It's There's it's literally done. just, of, of the yeah. main Arrowverse, Flash is left.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's the money-making even baby. Even Superman and Lois apparently said uh, that they're not actually set on that Earth anymore. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, they never were.
2: Yeah. Which is probably a good thing, I should think. I mean, it's. I haven't. I'll be honest. I still haven't watched Superman and Lois, but it still feels kind of uh, weird because that that whole series really was good. set up by Crisis, and they're yeah, not doing crossovers anymore because, like, Flash is literally the only one left, and at I, best it has one season yeah, left. If I, I didn't, if, I didn't.
1: If they're lucky, I didn't finish season one, but I did get like halfway through. What I had seen it was was pretty good. I mean, I, I won't say it was. The, Best thing, really, what sells the series is—I is, well, know we're getting way off topic—but what sells the series is Tyler Hawkland who's just—I mean, just a, a, even if he doesn't look like Superman and the suit is comically inflated, he it just—he it just radiates like warm energy, and, and it makes you appreciate the series more. And I think having him be a father is a smart move. Yeah. Yep.
0: There's there's definite changes. Um. Uh. What's her name? Elizabeth. Tolk. Uh, well, yeah. she oh my god dude uh I, for me she's an amazing lois lane i love her. oh it. yeah she's really and, good and um uh and part in in season two i i'm i don't want to spoil it for you but they bring in a uh a very powerful superman villain that uh comes in a, in a, in a completely different way and it caught me off guard and it made me go, what the hell? But then it, it wrapped it up in a very, very cool way.
1: Yeah. And that one I got to get caught up on. That that was when I was actually enjoying. It. that. And, um, I don't know if I was enjoying Stargirl as much as I was kind of just following it. Like, I can't even say it. that's such a weird thing to say. But, like, mm-hmm. I can't even say that I loved it. It was more just like I would keep watching it. Yeah. It's, it's, it it's giving you me some say
2: content you're ever gonna get. <laughs> yeah, basically
1: I, like,
0: like I it would, it would come on and I'm like, and,
1: okay, I'll, I'll keep yeah. watching I guess.
0: Yeah. I watched it's the like, first season and then I forgot it existed <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, uh, it was, it's like it's like someone gives you like, I don't know like three cookies every week and you, you don't really have the effort to say no because you don't hate them. But you don't necessarily need them. You're kind of just like, okay, sure, you just yeah. keep eating them. <laughs> All right, yeah. yeah, I'll eat them. Yeah, All right, sure. sure. Right. Okay, I guess. But they we taste like, sand like runs with
2: salt, really fast like, like, and yeah, what about a like, cookie yeah, that, that flies. You know, that'd be cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. Maybe a cookie well, that I uses if,
0: magic. I'd love that. Too. If if, yeah. if they if they mess up the ingredients, you could have a cookie that will make you run. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out of a fun way.
2: Not at all in the fun line. It can make you run, fly, and curse magic. Oh, yeah.
1: There we go. When you reach your destination. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, if we're if we're done with our chat about uh, the CW, let's. Uh, oh, did did um. Wait, well, yeah, Josh, you gave it your score right. You said six.
0: six – oh, no, I gave it. I it was a oh. six, seven, five, and then I bumped oh, it up okay. to a seven.
1: Very- all right. All right, well, yeah, if we're all done gabbing about the CW, it's just the last time we will ever do that, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> shift our attention to another location in Gotham, except not Gotham, but like kind of Gotham, and that's in I Am Batman number 11. Uh, as we go away from Gotham to also Gotham, except it's called <laughs> I don't know, it makes sense. Of it. Uh, Josh, I'm gonna pass someone over to you.
0: I will do what I can. It was written by John Ridley with art from Christian Ducey, Tom Derenick, and Rex Locus, and with a deuce and locus on the cover. I'm just going to say his name differently every time I do uh, until somebody on Twitter corrects me. And Troy Pateri brought in the lettering. Um, The book starts off with an interrogation about Detective Chubb shooting Detective Keenan. Was about to execute Man Ray while he was unarmed. Uh, Though the department hates her now, no charges have been filed. Meanwhile, the mayor is offering, of all people, Renee Montoya, the position of police commissioner for New York City. Uh, You know, since since the last one was kind of murdered and all. Uh, She doesn't answer him, though. She just leaves him wondering. And that's kind of something I would have expected Montoya to do. Uh, Tamara Fox is finally heal- healed. Well, I mean, mostly she can get around with a cane. And we find out that Tiffany, the youngest Fox, which I I want to say she's like 11, 12, 13 in that area.
1: She How about is, that, yeah.
0: She's blaming herself for everything that happened to her family, her dad, her brothers, her, 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 sister, her mom, the whole nine yards. She's taking responsibility for it for some reason, saying that she could have stopped it, which I think is pretty odd. But uh, we discussed it prior to this episode, and we're pretty sure we know where it's going. Uh, we have a um, a rage filled preteen that is related to Batman, so you know, figure it out. Now, while Chubb has a brief talk with Montoya, who <coughs> happened to be the one that kicked her out of the police department in Gotham, her partner Whitaker calls, and he has a meeting scheduled with the CI or criminal informant, for those that have never watched Law & Order. Uh, but it's a setup. Of course, when she calls in for backup, no one will answer, let alone come help. After, uh, Meanwhile, uh, after Val proposes a pretty cool idea for a location for jace's back quarters um they're calling it the helix an abandoned transportation system that was once supposed to connect harlem with the rest of new york via subway but was abandoned uh in the middle of that conversation jace gets a text from chubb and shows up to rescue her and her partner in retaliation chubb marches into the station and cold cocks Keenan knocking him to the floor in front of everybody there, which put a smile on my face, and she gave him a warning to not mess with her or her team. Again, no charges filed. The issue ends with Batman watching a meeting between the mayor and a man named Raphael. The mayor wants to know if there really is a kill list, and if he's on it. He asks he asks the, the question twice, and Twice, Raphael skirts the question, the second time threatening him with someone named Mr. Dreadful. Before the issue closes, though, while Jace is watching that meeting, Renee Montoya shows up behind him and says she needs help with a question. Who really killed Anarchy? And she does so as the question. So cool. Cool. Yeah, um, the art is really good. And this is the Batman officially that I have wanted for a couple of years now. We've got a street level Batman and I I really dig it. Uh, there's mystery, there's plot that consistently moves along. There's good characters and good character development. And there's always really awesome art. Um, I'm a I'm a really big fan of this book and it doesn't like. Doesn't look like that's going to be changing anytime soon. Uh, I gave this an eight point seven five out of ten, and then I think after you guys give your opinions, I think we should discuss some of the some of the things that are happening long term in this book.
1: I wish I could be a big fan of this book. It's like it's it's needling me. Uh, the sounds weird. the best thing I can say is that. I come back every month, but every time I close it, I just feel the same way I did the previous month, which is I wish the pacing could be better. I wish I could compel myself to care a little bit more about some of the aspects of the story. Um and I I still feel like I'm I don't know, I'm I'm waiting for that that big decisive moment where I go, Ah, I get it. Like I, I feel like it's there, but I'm just not Just not getting there yet, so consistently, it just feels like it's disappointing, Um, and that really sucks because you know for this for this book, it looks like it's not going away anytime soon. It's certainly continued past the twelve issue, um, you know, twelve issue cutoff point. So it's not just a maxi series or anything. They're going to keep it running for the foreseeable future, and, and you know, hopefully, it gets a nice long run. Creative team gets to do their thing, but I just I wish I could be as into it as I want to, but I'm just not there. Um, the art from Duche is great as usual. Tom Derenick I liked a little bit less, uh, but I understand fill-in pages are necessary when they are. Um, but the stuff from Duche great as usual. Um, just does a really great job at like facial expressions. Um, Feel like it's severely underrated in that category um it's just kind of throwing action stuff at him but what really excels is patient expressions um and uh definitely very exciting to see montoya suiting up as the question again we saw that in the lowest lane series two years ago which was really neat um, She was mm-hmm. teaming up with Thick sage again which is, which is nice so good to see she's still kind of active in that role and not only that um i i love this Costume that she has because she's only wearing it like a couple of times. Um, but usually it's like she just has the you know the blank face and like maybe a, a shirt and the hat, and that's about it. Like, they usually keep it pretty low key, but I love it when they give her like the full trench coat, and gloves, and everything like that's just, just such a great look. Um, and I wish they would use that design more for Montoya's question. Um, but in 100% any case, I agree yeah. with you. There. I just, I I just wish I could be, like, as into this book as you and other people seem to be. But it's just just not there for me. So I give it a 7.5. Pretty
0: decent score for a book you're not all that into. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just, it's like, I just wish it could be more.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Fair enough. I, however, am uh, really digging it. Uh, To me, this has become a really good tale where it started off really slow i know we mentioned this before but new york was the perfect setting and honestly all the talk of uh gotham that you gave brandon made me think it really should just be chicago because that's You're fucking right that's chicago. what gotham was based on yeah and then it's still a, another city that exists it's kind of it's not New York, no, but it's it's still a big city with a lot of crime, and it, you still have a Batman connection, because that's where Jim Gordon was from before he became
0: Gotham. Yeah, it Detective. is in-universe. Didn't Nightwing yeah. do a little bit of time over there before he did? He did, he yes.
1: In, in the New 52, he went over to Chicago after the death of the family, and then uh, Forever Evil happened. And, well, yeah. that Then yeah. Grayson, and then it's a whole series of cascading events. But yes, he was in Chicago.
2: Yeah. Fan leading to the worst thing to ever happen to Dick Grayson since he died. Ugh. Oh, Jesus. He who shall not be named. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And another thing about New York, though, they keep going on and on about how, uh, you know, this is the first time masks are coming to Gotham City. There's never been masks before. Why are we getting masks now? Like, wasn't Power Girl exclusively in New York for a while? Wasn't, wasn't the and Justice Alan Society Scott. working out of New York like forever yeah it's not the first time there's been masks and i'm i'm pretty sure that there should currently be supers in new york city so why is there such an uproar about a batman yeah it's, i uh, I, it's kind
1: of weird. I had Power i had Girl, interpreted Girl that
0: didn't wear a mask
1: yeah well well i had interpreted it to be <laughs> like a like a street level comment which is like most of the supers that they've had in ny when i say supers i like most oh, of the yeah, most anyway. of the capes that they've had are you know kind of like JSA types, more classic, like the fight
0: Nazis. Or, or They're suits, monsters and or perhaps perhaps yeah. the commentary on masks actually translates to vigilantes. Yes,
1: yeah. yeah. Okay, Which there. I mean, again, I, I mentioned Alan Scott, but kind of a different kind of vigilante. Yeah, as, as, as obviously,
2: his powers as opposed to this that's very true okay that's fair that's fair my only other but i could be is... wrong could be. Oh, no, no that's i think you're right that's a fair point um my, my only other gripe about this is in renee montoya now i am <gasps> as excited as the next person that Rene montoya is back as a question and i'm not gonna bring up the i was technically gonna bring up but i'm not complaining about this the thing that i talked to you guys about has uh, like how the hell is renee montoya the question of Vic sage is still alive since her origin was tied directly to his death we talked about that with Omniverse, but that's bloody annoying. But if we're bringing up Omniverse... Oh, know that never mind. That was in reference to the other point. Uh, the only thing I have about Renee Montoya is she she's already done everything she can with the Gotham PD. She's been commissioner for, like, two hours. Like, it hasn't been that long. Why, why is she looking to switch cities already? Uh, it seems very soon and as much as I'm hyped that she's joining the New York team and will be potentially working with Batman full time it just feels like they're trying to force it very quickly just so they can move the yeah. plot along and, and it's
1: I, yeah, it's a little I wonder off. if that's because the Joker series just ended meaning Jim Gordon is free so they're going to just kind of shuffle him back into the commissioner role again I hope not. By doing that, yeah, by doing that, they can move Montoya to New York with the If
0: they try to, it would be very, very hard to sell Gordon being put back into the GCPD after
1: the. They've label. done it before. They've done it before. They had yeah, Gordon retire. Yeah. Yeah. They I had Gordon retire. Yeah. They, they had Gordon retire right before the start of Gotham Central. And then without any explanation, after Infinite Crisis, he's just back as commissioner. They're like, wait, I thought you were retiring. It's like, no, I'm just back. I be. <laughs> yeah. Nah,
3: yeah. nah, yeah. Nah.
1: <laughs> nah. You think <laughs> Batman retires a Monday lot? I'll retire badge. more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, that, that would honestly be detrimental to everything if they brought Gordon back as commissioner at this point. I agree. Yeah, there's been serious evolution in batman's world and i think they need to not regress yeah. as much as we all miss alfred at this point it might be better if he just stays dead
0: oh yeah 100 percent. i was yeah. i i was literally nervous about the future of batman with the whole idea of robin going back and using the lazarus resin to bring him back i'm so glad that they didn't do that yeah I don't know what the hell that... Okay. I'm oh. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Oh. Sounds bad.
1: Something's going on outside. Sorry about
0: that. Uh-oh. That's alright. What the hell? No. Jeez.
2: Could evacuate?
0: Oh, nope. Brandon was uh, polite to our listeners and decided to uh, mute himself.
2: Fair enough. I thought maybe something happened. <laughs> <Same> <laughs> yeah, um... I don't think so. Where the fuck was it? Yeah, yeah. Keep, keep Gordon. Like uh, he, oh my god! At the end of Joker, he said that he's going into private uh, practice with. <laughs>
1: you guys aren't gonna believe this. It's what? um, <laughs> it's, it's, the presidential motorcade. Are you serious? Uh, Nuts. Yeah. So the street that we're on, for a little context, I'm I'm in DC for the summer. Um, the street that we're on apparently is. Like perpendicular or close to Pennsylvania Avenue, which is where the White House is, um, right. and one of the streets they take is like right in front of our building, where all the students are staying for the summer. So sometimes the motorcade will go by. It's usually not often, but you can always tell when there's like multiple loud-ass sirens going by. Um, mm. But sometimes, sometimes it's kind of hard because like it's a pretty busy area. So sometimes they're just sirens going off because someone is. Doing some crazy stuff or whatever, but usually when it's like that crazy, and that's why I had to look outside. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" And then I saw the black SUVs with flags. And I was like, "Oh." Okay. Yeah. Uh, apologies to our listeners. I, I can't control the president when he decides to drive by. But, um, yeah, Mr. President, busy. I know. I should have opened Go my home. window and said, "Can you can you wrap this shit up?" I, I'm recording something. Excuse I, me.
0: You know damn um, well Biden listens to our podcast.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm like, come on, man. You know I'm recording today. You know this yeah. is my time. He I said, need you to drive by everything. That. Yeah, exactly. He
2: dropped the schedule.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he, he knows I record at this time. And he's being yeah. very inconsiderate
0: to me. Um, anyway. What um, <laughs> were we talking the about? Yeah. Uh, we were talking about <laughs> I am Batman. Yeah. Yes.
2: So enough about the the other characters uh, beyond what I'm saying about Montoya I'm super stoked super super stoked <laughs> that uh, she is back as the question no less uh, despite all the questions I have surrounding that reveal but I'm going to ignore them all completely because hell yeah she's back as the question um, new villains I think have been great so far um, really good that they're Distancing this version of Batman uh, from Mm -hmm. anything existing Batman. So for Jace Fox, he really is I Am Batman. He he exemplifies I Am Batman. So I'm happy about that. Uh, 8.5 out of 10. uh, To quote Brandon Classic, uh, nine out of 10 on a good day.
1: Yeah, I should bring that back. I like that. that All right,
0: now hold on a second because uh Rob and I were discussing stuff uh oh all right yesterday, and i'm i can't I can't remember if you got into that conversation or not I don't think you did but i um, I may have
1: my my big mouth never stops running
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh I think that that I think that description belongs to me but um <laughs> Uh, obviously, and uh, I mentioned before that uh, we kind of know where one thing is going with a rage-filled preteen. Um, I think right. that we are going to get I Am Batman's Robin with his little sister. Uh, you guys on board with that train of thought?
1: I definitely think so. Um, yeah. If it's any indication, there was a Batman black and white story a little while ago from John Ridley and Olivia Capel set in the future state world of Batman, where, you know, Jace is is Batman, obviously. And in that version, Tiff um, had become, like, not Robin, but basically his partner, his his equivalent of Robin. Yeah, Um, and that was a really cool story. So my guess is if they're still teasing that idea, um, maybe it won't be the exact same as it was in future state, but it'll be something similar. Um, And we also got, like, If I'm remembering correctly, we had like a scene of Tiff training at the end of Next Batman, Second Son. So they've been hinting at it for a while. I wouldn't be surprised to see them tease it out. Um, I think that would be very cool. Hopefully they do it better than the last time they teased something out with the Robin. Um, Rob, I don't know if you remember this, but I remember it because it haunts me. Um, Matt McGinnis in Batman Beyond. Oh, they had yeah. teased that he might suit up as Robin for a while, and I loved that idea. I was like, "That is such a great idea!" And they did. Yeah. They had him suit up, yeah. gave him a costume and any everything, and then it just cool. like completely one, abandoned
2: one arc. Yeah, yeah, one arc is like, all no, we got. No, we're not doing it. And I was like, like "No!"
1: <laughs> I was so mad. I was so mad. It made me echo through your computer. <laughs> uh, but uh it was yeah, a no, that,
2: cool concept too. I was it was a can, super can cool concept. Up? I was yeah. so stoked that <clears throat> Matt McGuinness was Robin because it just made yeah. sense. And if it wasn't going to be Matt, it had to be Max, but Max
1: was too old, so it had yeah. to be Matt's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought I thought Max was gonna be like either Batgirl or Oracle. Um, but I don't know if they ever did anything of that. But I, I always liked the idea that, that Matt could be Robin. because um, yeah. once he found out Terry's secret identity, it was like, oh yeah, of course he would be super supportive of his brother um and they did it
2: and then threw it away and i
1: was like what a waste!" so i hope they don't do
2: that there's it's kind of fair because that that all the whole thing happened during uh dick grayson's return with his daughter becoming batwoman too right if i remember right yes so there's that whole discussion bruce was all for him being robin but then they were like bruce you know what happens to robin don't do this (laughs) right i i get it
1: but come on I'm still, I'm still (laughs) salty about it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, um...
2: currently Terry's alone and as much as he would want Matt to stay out of the spotlight, especially right now with, when he's Mm -hmm. kind of basically powerless, uh, it would be a good time to have backup.
0: Yeah. I think, I think he could use it right about now. Yeah. All right. So three things happened in this issue. Um, again, I did give this an 8.75. I do love this series. But three things happened in this issue that make me a little little cautious, a little worried about what's going to happen. Um, Obviously, we're getting a setup for for Tiffany being Robin. Um, Second, we have the question showing up in New York City. And then third, we get this very odd, mysterious character named... Mr. Dreadful. To me, Mr. Dreadful sounds as though, because he hasn't appeared on screen, he's only been mentioned by name. It feels as though we are getting set up for a major arch nemesis uh, for for Jace Fox. And with those things and, and and the Batcave. I mean he's got a Batcave now, an underground bunker. Uh, underground place that's huge um got lots of security and and, and is going to be Batman's headquarters um I am worried that they're going to turn this into just another Gotham yes yeah I was just about to say that It it it, it has so much potential we do not need to replicate everything that happened in Gotham in I Am Batman, we don't need different representations of characters. I'm all for Jace getting a Robin, 100. percent Yeah, or, I mean, you don't have to call her Robin; yeah.
1: she could just be her or his partner. Um, you right?
0: Know, or, Batman works
1: it, with people. That's yeah, that's that's a good thing. But um, yeah, I'm 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 right there with you. I just I would hate for them to just basically do the same thing that they already did with Batman, because then people would just accuse it of being unoriginal. Even if I'm not in love with it, I can at least concede that it's trying to do new things. And I hope that it doesn't just, you know, become a, a copycat Batman book.
0: That would suck.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Which so far it really hasn't been. It's it yeah. definitely has been a very gritty, almost cop drama with a cape, which I think is has been a very nice spin. Me too i can definitely see uh dr dreadful being maybe an arch nemesis if not the next villain but we'll see because yeah the mayor definitely said am i on the list and do you have other sass and stuff like that so yeah maybe maybe
0: for the long run it's going to be dr dreadful with 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 uh with a, a name like uh um mr dreadful it that's what put me over. I worry that he's going to end up being Jace's Joker.
1: Hopefully
0: not. Hopefully not.
2: If if you say Jace's Joker is just in like an arch nemesis, then then yeah, but if you mean like with the parallels, I kinda hope not.
0: You and me both, man. You and me both. Yeah. Alright, is that it for I am Batman?
1: I do believe so, so Now it's time to shift our attention
0: to the beautiful blue
1: skies of Metropolis as we sail over to Superman Son of Kellel, issue number unlucky 13, which I'm going to pass over to Rob. It
2: is definitely blue in more ways than one, as we will get to. Uh, (laughs) It's not much of a surprise now because the first name on my credits list is written, co-written by Nicole Maines actress of none other than dreamer on supergirl and written also by tom taylor as is usual uh, with art from clayton henry colors from marcella Maiolo, letters from dave sharp and a wonderful cover from travis moore and tamara bonvilane so with the news breaking that the leader of the truth is jane nakamura john decides to take him somewhere very safe and that is the fortress of solitude as John says, absolutely no one can enter without the key, which weighs several hundred tons. That's right. Nobody at all, apart from family, can enter the fortress. Oh, look, it's Dreamer. She's in the fortress.
3: Oh. Yeah. Uh, so
2: Nianal, fresh from her adventures in the DC Pride Collections, makes her main continuity debut with a warning for John. She entered the fortress through the alien animal's dreams because she's been having a recurring dream that foretells the end of the modern superhero on Earth and the rising winning by killing everyone that fights against them. And this all takes place roughly in a week. So with this knowledge, John decides to take the fight directly to Henry Bendix, but Jay insists that he gets involved. It's his country, and the Gamorans should be the one to fight back, not just Superman. Uh, Which is also kind of awkward, because he said Superman should not be the one fighting back, because that would cause an international incident. Let me do it. The Gamorans should do it. And then John says, fine. But can I come? He says, sure. The fuck happened two seconds ago and he said no. Alright, meanwhile, (laughs) Bendix sees the news about Jay and retaliates but, uh, well, I messed up that word, by torturing Jay's mother, whom he has held captive. So yeah, uh, very happy to see Dreamer making her debut, especially with Nicole Maines having a hand in writing her, but the whole issue is very small uh it's still 22 ish 22 pages but most of the middle is spent on a huge action sequence that doesn't have a lot of dialogue so it went by very quickly it it's not even gonna happen it didn't need to be shown that much So there's not not much to say about this chapter this is the issue we're having with pacing though it very much was like six pages of story and the rest was filler Which is a bit of a shame for Dreamer's debut. Um, Yeah. I'm happy about Dreamer. (laughs) I'm super happy about Dreamer. And I hope for more from her, especially when Nicole Main's writing her. I I just hope that this story picks up soon. Um, Hopefully next issue. I haven't looked at the solicits for next month, but... Shit, man. They've been talking about taking the fight to Bendix for three issues now. Just just do it already, and stop with this whole like. I guess Superman is technically an American citizen, so he can't just go and attack a country. But don't in the same breath say, "Yeah, come help me fight this guy, a uh, president of another rogue country." He can't do it if you tell him not to. And then I just, oh, that's so friggin' confusing. Oh my god! <laughs>
1: I guess his his conceit is is you don't lead the charge, but you can still be there. You know? Yeah. Like, but like. It feels like kind of a cop out. Yeah. <laughs> you you're still there. involved. You just, you just can't yeah. do anything. Yeah, yeah. You can be uh, there. Just, you know. Yeah, just don't be there.
2: Can, yeah. I guess he could run defense. You, know, you can make sure nobody dies. But he can't. Well, get, he's still I mean, involved. That, that still
1: looks like intervention, regardless I of what. I I, I, I guess. Sending
0: Superman to a foreign country is. is... I mean, to that foreign country would be the, the would be the equivalent of shooting a nuke. Yeah, ain't
1: yeah. you never seen injustice, That injustice? So, yeah, also I, written I by know. Tom Taylor. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: Whoa, <That's>
2: freaky! <laughs> what a twist! Yeah,
0: <laughs> comic yeah. inception. <laughs>
2: Blah. Yeah. How did
1: you? Uh, yeah. How did you rate this one?
2: Eight out of ten. Despite all the, the shit I'm saying, yeah. still, the 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 dream sequence was vicious in a yeah. in a bloody fashion we haven't seen since Injustice, so or deceased. Also written by Tom Taylor,
1: so, <laughs> so yeah. it kind of fits. Yeah, it all ties
0: together. Both yeah. excellent yeah. uh, series, uh, by the way.
1: Yeah, yeah, I. I wrote on Tuesday a terrible joke that I'm still going to say, but I don't think I feel Yay. this harshly about the book. Um, I wrote more like Son of Snorell, L. am I right? Um, because I thought it was kind of dull. Um, I don't watch Supergirl, so I, I didn't care all that much about Dreamer, but, um, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for the actress, was involved. Uh, that mm-hmm. that seems really great. And, uh, I'm sure people you know, probably know more about Dream Girl. Um, you know, be excited. I, I I'm just going off of what I know from the comics. So I guess apparently she is a uh, ancestor of the future Dream Girl Um So yep. uh, that's cool. Um, yep. But yeah, the only really the only interesting parts of this book for me, at least, were all vision of like how. Bendix will, you know, bring about the end of the world, and then the ending with Jay is that actually felt like okay, now we're getting a bit of more tension. Like now there's stakes um, involved because um, obviously this is his mother's life is the line. Um, but other than that, I also felt like this was kind of dull, and I'm, I'm with you. And like, you've been talking about going to Kamora; just get your ass over there and figure it out. Like, the more you talk about it, the worse it's going to get. So why don't you just? Mm-hmm. Just leap into it, man. Um, The art from Clayton Henry was solid, but nothing groundbreaking. Um, And it's, I don't know, it's getting kind of hard to defend this title when it's, I don't want to say it's dropping in quality, but it's steadily losing me with each issue. I'm worried that by the time it closes out this arc, I will have completely lost all interest. Which is a shame because I still that the first like six seven issues of this series are phenomenal great um but i just feel like it's really dragging its feet these last couple of issues i just wanted to pick up get where it needs to go um so we can can move on and go on to other things so i gave this a 7.75 out of 10. not bad very similar to you rob um just um, like come on man pick it up yeah Dragon.
2: Right. It's issue thirteen and it's yes. been going for thirteen issues. Maybe it'll keep it going a bit.
0: Uh, for me, some well, okay, so some people are complaining <laughs> that the pacing is too slow. But to me, um, it feels very similar to the pacing that we've seen in previous efforts from Tom Taylor, uh deceased and justice, even his suicide squad run had this slow build to things yeah. and um it it works for me. It doesn't feel like it's stalled by any means. There there's progression in every book. Um Clay I don't Man mind a
1: yet. yeah I don't I don't mind a slow build. I just I wish it wasn't as repetitive in that build. Because you can build towards something amazing. Like I'm thinking of it because it's fresh on my mind. I'm thinking of like John Hickman's Time Runs Out, which is basically Twenty issues of them standing around saying the incursions are coming, what the hell do we do? But each issue, uh, not everyone, mind you, so I won't be too generous, but most of the issues were like, okay, different perspective, different thought process. Like, Give me something new, just don't say the same thing over, because I feel like it's a repetition of, Jay's like, you need to help Gamora, and John's like, yeah, I know, I kind of want to, but I don't know if I can, because, you know, I mean, I'm an American citizen, but like, Kind of dicey, but I feel like I should, but I don't really know. And it's like, my God, man, I know teenagers are supposed to be indecisive, but come on, you're better. Than I mean, you're supposed you, to be super You're Supposed it, to be like, come on, make a fucking
0: mind over It could incite a world war. Yeah, but it's like you're
1: just you're saying the same thing over and over again.
0: It's like, I got it the first time. Plus, comics
1: are a monthly <laughs> business, so we're getting this over three months, which is. Starting to feel almost comical. That's my concern. It's just like I don't mind a slow build. I just wish it was a slow build that was also repetitive.
0: This comic is this comic is almost starting to feel what?
1: I said repetitive. I said I don't mind a slow build. I just wish it wasn't repetitive. What it's for, how it's Uh,
0: you said this comic was comical.
1: Oh. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> yes. I dropped it so fast, I didn't even realize I did it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. I, I think this was a pretty good introduction for Dreamer. I'm glad... Um, I'm glad that they got the... Uh, what's her name again, Rob? Nia Nall? No, well, oh, I know... No, the actress Nicole Maines. I'm, I'm glad that she was involved in it. Um... She was involved in the development of the character in Supergirl as well. So I think, given that, you know, this is her baby, I'm glad to see that sh- she's uh, a big part of it. However, I do not want Dreamer as a part of this book. I, if we're going to have Dreamer out, let's put Dreamer in her own damn series or have her team up on a team book, which I would not be opposed to in any way shape or form it would be pretty cool to see her and raven teaming up for some kind of supernatural event that would be pretty neat um for me i'm glad to see that i was right about last issue when i said that the gamora more the gamora more the gamora war was only one or two issues away and it does look like it's going to be starting up next issue um i for one can't wait for next month uh henry who, for me, is very hit or miss, has, over the past, oh, I want to say six months, maybe even a year, he's decided to get that weird long face that he always does. He's shrinking it down. Um, and that makes his art freaking look really good. And I, I really dig the story. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, this is another great one from Sir Tom Taylor of Australia. And I gave it 8 out
1: of 10. Fair enough. All right. Well, with all that said, we're going to move on to our last book for the night. Uh, Certainly not the least one, and that is Dark Crisis, World Without a Justice League, Superman number one, semicolon, the dream. It's such a long title. It feels like it needs just a little extra. Um, But yes, this is the Dark Crisis, World Without a Justice League, Superman dying, first of the World Without a Justice League times, and it was brought to us by quite the unexpected team of Tom King on the story, with art from Chris Burnham, colors from Adriana Lucas, and letters from Troy Butteri. John Kent struggles with growing up during his teenage years as being the son of Superman, he must learn how to juggle the responsibility he has to his family and to Earth while still wanting to go out into the galaxy and save the people he sees are in distress. There are, of course, lighter moments growing up as a teen, especially a super teen, but John desires to go beyond the bounds of Earth. Between the ages of 13 and 17, we see he wrestle with this idea before he finally leaves Earth on his 18th birthday, going off into the distant corners of the galaxy to save those he could not save when he was younger. Uh, A very emotional, hard hitting, certainly, but whoa, I wrote that one. From the jump, a very emotional, hard-hitting story, certainly, uh, but a short and sweet one. Uh, Effectively shows the turmoil of John Kent's teen years being a super teen, while also highlighting what a super dad Superman really is. I was very proud of that line. Reminded me of some of the other great tie-ins that Tom King has done, like the famous Dark Side War uh, Green Lantern tie-in or Grayson's Future End tie-in. Both really good, both exceptional. Uh, gorgeous art from Chris Burnham, which is par for the course. Um, and I hope he has more projects in the works both inside and outside of DC. I don't see much of his stuff lately. which I could see more. It's really good. Um, but yeah, I really dug this one. <clears throat> um, and I gave the main story an 8.5. Uh, as for our backup story, we're not quite done. Uh, we have Aquaman by Brandon Thomas with art from Fico Osio. Colors from Sebastian Chung and letters from Troy Terry. Uh, in the backup, Aquaman and the Aqua family are preparing for the ceremony while trouble is brewing in the background. A villain of Andy Curry's, known as Charlatan, has planted bombs around the ceremony. Uh, there isn't much worry, however, since Jess Quick, aka the Flash of Earth 11, aka Andy's boyfriend, has dismantled uh, them before anything disastrous can occur and leaves with the rest of the Aqua family to deal with Charlatan. Following a successful battle, Arthur is pleased with the state of the family and the relative peace they have achieved, but knows in his heart that it is not real and unearned. He suspects that he is trapped somewhere and vows that he will make his way out, showing the person that did this that he is not one to be killed so easily. This was also a very solid story, but way too short. Uh, could have been a whole story and should have been set during this era. And even though we've seen elements of this future of Aquaman before in Future State, It would have been nice to just see more. Uh, Really cool art from Fico Osio, but nothing stand out. Solid story all around, but my biggest complaint is this should not have been 10 pages, it should have been 20 or 30. Um, I would have easily read an entire issue in this future of Aquaman. again. Uh, But yeah, uh, this one I gave an eight out of 10. Um, So total score, 8.25, very satisfied with this one. How
2: about you, Rob? Uh, <laughs> i'll let you go first
0: <laughs> yeah oh yes all right so uh with the superman portion of this book i can give my opinion pretty quickly in fact i can do it in just three words dumb and ugly there really isn't much more to say about it john wears a robin costume john gets a motorcycle Clark lets John go off to defend the whole universe while he handles just Earth. Lois is mean. And Clark knows that he had a life before. You can tell that because he says, I didn't miss him growing up this time. All of this is nonsensical. It's bad. I don't appreciate it at all. I gave that part a 5 5. The Aquaman wow. part, it looks a whole. I didn't like anything about that story. And I'll give you Nightwing Future's End. That was awesome. Wow. Yeah,
1: I thought you really liked this one. Nope. I
0: I didn't like the art whatsoever, and uh, I don't know why John is dressed up like Robin. Uh, I don't know why Superman uh, knows that he had a life before. I don't know why he would let his son go off to take on the whole universe while he stayed at home. It just it what what the hell does John need a motorcycle built out of very sophisticated krypton and it's not kryptonian technology it's krypton technology it should be kryptonian but in in, in any case I just I I just didn't like it ah, and um,
1: I'm I'm shocked I thought you would love this one was, I thought it was a really nice tribute to their relationship
0: it if 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 the that's what I was wanting. And I I love seeing the relationship between the two of them. Um, Hell, there was an arc, what, like a year ago? Where, um, oh, it wasn't even quite that long. The moments where John knows that Clark is dying from the radiation, etc. Those were some excellent moments. Um, If we would have gotten something in in that vein, I definitely would have been a huge fan. But nothing Clark does here makes sense. And Lois is really? just me. wow. Yeah,
1: well, I feel like we we could have a whole discussion about that, but we won't go into it too much. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm shocked. I I thought this one would have been right up your alley. These are usually the kind of stories you like from.
0: The, usually they are. <laughs> um, wow. It just there was so much stuff in here that didn't fit. That um, it just it threw me way off. And as as far as the Aquaman part, it looks a whole lot better than the Superman part. The art is really good. Um, that
1: hurts st- me so much. I love Chris Burnham, but I understand <laughs> that stuff isn't
0: for everyone. Yeah, um, definitely not for me. Uh, yeah. Like in Batman, I
1: I I pegged you as such a big fan of, uh, of Batman Incorporated, but uh,
0: I am a big fan of Batman Incorporated. But I feel like this. I feel like this run. It almost looks like he drew it really.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Um, it worked for me, but I can see that.
0: Yeah. Um, again, back to the Aquaman I'm, I'm, part. I'm
1: like, I'm like genuinely shocked. I, th- I was, I was expecting praise. <laughs> I thought you're really gonna like this one because it wasn't like super dour and depressing. It was, <clears throat> for the most part, it was really heartfelt and touching. At least to me, I thought this no, was no, right no, no, up your alley.
0: So if you can get past, if you can get the part where we're shocked if you can get past the part where john is dressed up like like tim drake if you can get past the part that clark gives john a motorcycle out of kryptonian technology that shouldn't even exist, i guess
1: you can't get
0: past it yeah that it just it didn't work for me but if you can get past that stuff then this will be a very uh not very emotional but an emotionally based story that most people should enjoy um the Aquaman one, although I mentioned that the art was good, I feel like the story was pretty murky. I'm I'm assuming that this is Arthur in his own personal world as all of the heroes should be in. But yes. he knows he knows that he had a life before too. And none of that makes sense in either book because Barry had no clue. Um I feel like writers need to be talkers, at, oh, yeah. at least when it's they're it's collaborating kind of together when a big event is happening and and that bums me out with the art this, this story pops up a little bit I gave it a 6.25 and um, the overall score for the book which I wanted to like it just there was so much in it that made me say what the hell that um, it, the whole thing got a 5.75 oh it hurts but,
1: uh, I understand. <laughs> Rob how about you
0: okay <laughs> now that you've kept us in suspense for so long
2: yeah. all right i'll 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 start with aquaman oh so i like going backwards sometimes i really like the yeah. aquaman one because i i'm just craving more aquaman stories i know we have aquaman going on but it's it may or may not be coming to a close soon and it's it's only one a month so i'm all for this it was nice to see aquaman get what he wants And we got, I'll admit, what I was expecting out of all these tie-ins for pretty much all the stories back up in Maine. A little tease to the future. Uh, While it was very confusing as to what the hell was going on there, you see Arthur kind of waking up and say, I'm going to kill you for giving me that and then ripping it away from me. So I I like that. And it was really nice to see him in a world where... (laughs) His mother was still alive, and he may or may not have been the only hero on the planet, but he was able to bring that balance, and even his lifelong villains considered him a friend by the end. Um, it, was, it was nice to see. It was really touching. I liked that. And the art was stellar, I think. Uh, the Tom King story, it I'm very conflicted, uh, because it's giving us what we've all been asking for since Bendis went and aged John up five years. And that's to see the teenage years of John Kent. And we see that in a completely different fashion. And in a fashion that is kind of pointless. In a world that doesn't really exist. And will have no ramifications to anything. And it's nothing like what I expected to see in a story like this from Superman. It, this, this is supposed to be a world where they're completely happy. And, and they are the only hero existing, but everything goes right. This story didn't really give that vibe. This is a story where yeah, he got to see, and I get where he's going with this, and this is the thing that Tom King does best, is personal moments. Um, and getting down to like the deep emotional core of a character. And he did that well with Clark, seeing his son grow up and being a good father to him but that's not quite what we need for this tie in I think <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, the art was hit or miss for me depending on the page uh some I'm just so friggin conflicted <laughs> on the entire on the entire issue I gave it a 6 out of 10 <laughs> uh, yeah I'm I'm just I, over I, here I didn't in my corner hate it. loving it, <laughs> <I'll take> it. <laughs> i will take hate it I didn't hate it but they didn't love it. Um, And I agree with you. The Aquaman one should have been longer. Uh, I think it might have... I guess Superman might sell better than Aquaman, considering we have a a Superman title and no Aquaman title. But flip it, because the stories were more interesting like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, At least for me. I know when they first announced this, if you guys remember, I kind of gave a little shout-out to aquaman relegated to a backup story yeah cool. we, we all did that hurts shit. Yeah. yeah um <laughs> I shit like we, we we were talking last week about um an upcoming i guess pseudo tease right now an upcoming book we're going to be talking about with with uh in, in the past that we talked about with how many tie-ins it had uh and that was what like 23 years ago this book was around and it had like 15 tie in issues, and this has six uh, or five, even because they need to have backups. But y- you could space it out a bit, you know, like these are all big characters you're dealing with. Yeah, let them shine. Why does anything need to be relegated to a backup? Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. So I, I wholeheartedly
1: agree. I think, yeah, like Aquaman could have just had his own book. Um, yeah
2: and maybe maybe have it in these stories where each one ends with that tease to what's going to be happening in the future of this story especially as each of these tie-ins are going to be progressing through the story i know i mentioned earlier uh we see in uh the solicit for the dark crisis green arrow title with black canary there's going to be a lot of teases they do actually i forgot to mention they do bring up the fact that he was just brutally murdered by doomsday before being blasted by pariah So how is he alive? They do mention that, so that will most likely be brought up. So there's going to be teases in the future, but it would have been better if each story ended with that tease of them starting to wonder what the hell's going on, or even if it was better timed with the Flash tie-in, because I think they're teasing that once Wally and Wallace find Barry, they're going to start to wonder where the rest of the Justice League is. So yeah. Yeah, we'll no. See. I mean,
1: honestly, if they if they really wanted to commit the idea of you know, the Justice League on the World's, there's like no connection to them. They could, they could have done the the really baller move, although they would never do it, um, and do what they do what Marvel did over in Secret Wars, which is just cancel all the titles of the people who are trapped <laughs> on these worlds, so you have absolutely nowhere to look. Um, you know for. For where they might be, um, so just like the only way you yeah. can read about them is through this. But I know they wouldn't do that, especially considering yeah. they have yeah. fucking Chip on a Batman book. They're not canceling that anytime. Soon. No. <laughs> that that would honestly that would be the baller move. That's like the all right, yeah. yeah. We That's we have some like, serious yeah. stones. Like yeah. half the line <laughs> gone, deleted, um, right. and and all you can read are these you know check-ins on various
2: places. Yeah, which is too bad because the Hector Hammond's head. I'm yeah, all about
0: continuity. Everybody knows that continuity matters a lot to me, and to axe every title while a huge event like this going, it is going on, to me that is the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, now don't get me wrong. I, I am super excited about Chip Zdarsky and where he's going with this. 125 was a flipping, amazing issue. I loved yeah. it so much. And Lord um, knows
1: I'm not trading my World side.
0: No, absolutely I'm not. And I'm not trading KJ that anytime is, soon. Yeah. He is easily but, one of my favorite current creators. I'm just but saying
1: that it, would be the baller move.
0: That That, would, that is what they should do.
1: There should not Hayatis be a Batman,
0: Superman, or Wonder Woman story going yeah. on right now. Yeah, like they're
1: dead. They're gone. You don't know where they are. Yeah. You can't read them anywhere. Right? Um, I mean, are they dead, Joshua Williamson?
2: Are they though?
1: Yeah. Williamson? We we know the answer to that question, but I'm just saying, if you really yeah. wanted to like, go all in on it, you would just have the entire line of Justice League solo titles just canceled. Yeah, so you would have no place to look. Um, yeah. They They need money. They need to keep
0: the lights on. Rob brought up the Green Arrow solicitation. Something that I saw about it is that we're supposed to have some kind of huge (laughs) secret revealed in there as well. Yeah. Uh, I I suspect that might have to
2: do with the Black Canary story.
3: Mm.
2: Not so much the Green Arrow story. I think the Green Arrow story is going to be like, wait, I died. Why am I here? Yeah, And then Black Canary might have the big secret reveal.
1: I made a deal with Mariah to, I don't know, bring you back, but that doesn't, whatever. Anyway, we'll see. Point is, uh, just have to
0: schlepping death stroke. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, please. Yeah. Let's not do that. Well, um, (laughs) yeah, he, that's the re can, that's the reason why he went from regular to Mohawk. Yeah. Well, I, I did make
1: the joke that, uh, both of them have goatees.
0: Um, but uh, true. I,
1: I just wanted to leave it at that because it's gross. Because oh. Oh, he, he made that comment in, in issue six of Deathstroke Inc. He's like, hey, I'm a king now. And, you know, every king needs his queen. And I know you like guys who have goatees and are pretty uh, adept at uh, at marksmanship. So I'm just saying, you know. Brown chicken, brown cow. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, uh, you know, if you if you have to make a decision... Based on uh, everything I know about you, I think, uh, I think that would be wise. But anyway, before we get into a very disgusting dark hole, uh, let's get into <laughs> a hole that's a, a little bit lighter uh, right. as we before make our we way get to our...
2: Before oh. just one more thing. You mentioned that he had a mohawk, and I, I know I've realized this, but I just thought, I really hope they're not trying to play off uh, or, or mention that he has a mohawk because he's like a one-man army corps. Just don't oh, do god. that. Oh god. Don't
1: uh, do that.
2: That sounds
1: so dumb. I could definitely see it happening. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like don't do
1: it, it please. <laughs> yeah. Without fail. I could see yeah. them making a joke like that.
0: If if it's a joke, okay, but if they start paralleling it a little heavy then DC they need to block Dan Didio's email address. Yeah. That's all. Well, <laughs> I would
1: I would say I would say don't even make the joke cuz that's like that's so yeah that, that's 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 so, so low dumb. that's so that's low so like, dumb. Would, unless they, that,
2: they yeah. somehow bring back brother eye and he gets infected with the omac virus and uh, becomes those omacs that were in infinite crisis oh lord! which again yeah. just don't don't, yeah, don't let's not don't.
1: do
2: that to quote the eye. only good movie in eye. star wars sequel trilogy let the past die <laughs>
1: Yes, kill it. Right, was
2: that episode 7? If it was episode 7, yes. <laughs> if it was episode <laughs> 8, the worst movie in the sequel trilogy. <laughs> I, I actually think it was episode 8, but it's all good. Okay. this doesn't yes. really matter. <laughs> yeah. Um, I need yeah. to clarify, I do not think episode 8 is the best movie in the sequel yeah. trilogy. I definitely Ugh. don't. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I still haven't seen episode 9. Don't. Don't I'm not gonna Don't, don't, don't. do it. <laughs> it's not it is, I'm not gonna 7 and it 8. It is it I is mean, like one, genuinely two, three, 7 and 8.
1: Yeah. There's nope. there, is, there is, is one good moment and Marvel did it better. It is it is genuinely one of the most exhausting movies I've ever seen. And I'm not even just saying yeah. that like it was bad. I mean, I walked out of the theater and I was like, "Why am I tired?" It just <laughs> so it is so, No, I'm not even kidding. Like it was it was like it's just so much, so fast that by the yeah. time you get to know hour two and a half like uh just
2: sleep it's too much some some of the combat was cool um, part seven
0: uh when in the the very first time he breaks out his lightsaber that was sick that that was amazing and that's the only good thing that i can say about parts seven and eight was that one scene where uh um, where Thanks. Kylo Ren is just kicking oh, ass, Kylo. And he does. Yeah, yeah. No. Seven... A, there,
2: there was a fight scene in Episode Eight that I think is the only good part of Episode Eight, and that was so a in the throne room, room with yeah, that's... with Rey That's a good one. That's a really good. The... Yeah, that was an awesome yeah. fight scene. That yeah. was the only good
1: part of Episode Eight. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you didn't like the fight between Ghost Luke and Kylo Ren, where he looks like an embarrassing child? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: he's not there yeah like yeah. shit yeah i okay god Yellow. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I know Mart. caitlin and jerry why did you say that name? episode of, <laughs> se- of episode eight they did their podcast uh-huh. episode, of episode eight but i want to do a redux like i want to get involved and i want you guys oh to i would either. love to and do we that. need to just I would, shit you,
1: on it <laughs> i would i dude you have no much how much i would love to
2: Okay, let's let's talk to Jeremy, yeah. Caitlin, and we'll get on this. <laughs> yeah, we need to we need to get that into production just right now, just like a sequel trilogy revisitation. We'll do a oh trilogy
1: my. by trilogy, and just like I, I want to talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, dude. I real yeah. talk. <clears throat> um, episode nine that came out what like 2019. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it since then. Like I yeah, I watched it I. once. Yeah, because it yeah. was. Like that, that again. That was one of the rare times. Like, I walked out of a movie theater and I was like, "I'm fucking tired. I don't yeah. want to watch this again." I mean, because <laughs> you, you want to. Yeah. It's not just that you're watching it.
2: Everything that happened, you had to think about it. Like yes, because it makes sense. Well, we, yeah. Is, like wait, wait, wait. wait.
1: It was like, I, I, so I, I literally. It was, it was. It was. It was. It was crazy that this was before the pandemic. Where now, like, if you're going to a the theater, you're. you're you almost feel weird, like I wish I could slow down and pause it and take a break. But yeah. this was before then. And I was thinking, like, Jesus, I wish I could just like just pause this screen and like catch my breath. Cause it's literally like one thing to the next to the next. Like, what was like Chewy dies, supposedly. And we're gonna go on a tangent, but um
0: it, it was it was just like it was
1: like it was like so many things just one after the other. And you're like, wait, just, just let me breathe. (laughs) It's like running a marathon and everyone else is just lapping you and you're like, wait, slow down. I can't, (laughs) I gotta gotta catch my breath.
0: (laughs) You mentioned that you only saw episode nine one time. Yeah. Um, Do you know which movies can you guess which movies um, I've seen out of the, out of the nine that I've seen more than once?
1: Oh, I, I couldn't even guess. I out mean, I assume you've seen the right? All
2: episodes? Say again? Out of all nine episodes?
0: Out of all out of all nine episodes, can you guess which ones that I've seen more than once? I assume you've seen the
2: original trilogy multiple times. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to say the but... prequel trilogy because you
0: have kids. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I have pointed them to Star Wars, but I won't watch it. Four, five, and six are the only ones that I have seen more than once. All five of the other ones that I have seen were one and dones. I think they suck. Oof. Yeah. That was it. it yeah.
1: Back, back, back. Yeah. yeah. Speaking
0: of kids. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's evening time. Uh, well, I guess before we stop, uh, before we uh, keep I guess it's time to stop shitting on nine parts and start uh, talking about three.
1: Yeah, good three parts, um, which is a a great way to transition to our top three books of the week. Uh, So I'm going to pass it over to Josh to kick us off.
0: All righty. I have a feeling that mine's going to be a little bit different than your guys'. But we'll see. In third place, I gave it to Rogues 3. I have this very strange feeling that Williamson is actually going to deliver a good ending on this one. You hear
1: that? That's me knocking on wood.
0: Right? (laughs) (laughs) It it sounds weird to hear that, doesn't it, coming from me? And it, it feels weird to say it, too. Trust me um and in second place i gave to son of kal uh i've actually enjoyed the slow build and the payoff happens next issue from what i'm assuming uh so that got number two for me and number one is i am batman it just keeps getting better and better i love it so that's my top three and then my favorite moment easily when renee montoya showed up we haven't seen a question yet and i'm really glad that we got one.
1: Yeah, as for me, uh, my third pick was also Rogues number three. Really enjoyed that one. And I'm hoping that uh, it has a satisfying ending. And I know I'm in the right because Rob's, mm-hmm. uh, Rob's baby agrees with me. Um, <laughs> at number two, <laughs> I have uh, Batgirls number eight. Um, I just think like a solid conclusion to this, this two-parter. And obviously, there's going to be more with Seer moving forward. But uh, for, for now, this was a, a decent wrap-up to this, this little mini arc. Um, and at number one, completely different from the rest of you, I assume, uh, Dark Crisis, World Without a Justice League, <laughs> Superman, number one, that was, my, that was my pick of the week, I, I just, I don't know, that one was really working for me. Um, but uh, as for my favorite moments, there were definitely a couple that I wanted to, uh, to choose. Um, but I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for a, a nice romantic moment, uh, so I gave it to the end of, uh, of Batgirl's number eight kiss between uh, Barbara and Dick. Just very, very sweet, very tender. Even if he was being a total whore dog this whole issue. Joe!
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's very sweet. <laughs> How about you, Rob?
2: Uh, so, um, as I previously stated, Rogues number three, I have a, a sneaking suspicion would take my number one spot. But since I did not get a chance yet, for now, I have a number three I have Batgirls. Um, and number two, I have, I am Batman and rounding off the Gotham adventures. I have number one, future state Gotham, very Batman centric,
0: <laughs> which is very <laughs> odd for me, but here we are. Yeah. So as, as weird just, as future like, state really Gotham bad. has got, it, it it is still a pretty decent story.
1: Yeah. I, I actually did read this, this, whole... this. Yeah.
2: Oh, no bad. Sorry. Uh, I was gonna say with this whole five Batman, five yeah. Batman story, it's quite interesting.
1: Yeah, no, I was gonna say that that stuff is really interesting, and and even this week's issue, which I, I actually read, um, I uh, I was I was shocked to see a reference to um, Morrison's three Batman story because I was like, no one fucking remembers that because it's kind of weird. Um, oh, no, it's uh, not but Yeah, they. Them. <laughs> yeah no they they meant i like I saw it like they they mentioned like oh, at one point in the past Batman was visited by three different Batman. I was like holy shit one actually like cared about that um, yeah. but uh, that was yeah that was fun. Um, hopefully the next issue a good hmm
2: yes, it's been at least for me since uh the next Joker storyline ended which wasn't all bad it's it's been on an upward spiral. Yes. I wasn't That's in love with the next Joker, it was just. No. Too over yeah. the top for me, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, and if I, 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 I know... Moment, eh? Oh, no, I was just going to say, I know not everyone loves it, but I, I, I'm, I'm a sucker for some Batman 666. I just, I love that. Yes, piece I love that too,
2: yeah. Um, Which I'm also curious of if that is actually a tie-in to that, that one-shot story we got
0: Ooh. a while Ooh. back,
2: which I don't remember what it was from, with Damien in Hell. Trying to save someone's soul, and he's going up against a whole bunch of demons. But then, like, some of the story notes in that story don't really tie to what's going on in this story, so it was really weird. But it makes perfect sense for that to be the story, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I <laughs> don't remember. Been it, on my mind. Uh, yeah, I'll see if I can find it and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll send it to you. Yeah, Sweet. uh, some of her favorite moments, uh, for me. Honestly, for all the questions I had around it, it was the question. It was Montoya's question return was super cool for me because that costume was badass.
0: And I do love a good Rene Montoya question. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it for that,
1: isn't it? I believe it is. So now we have to go to the last fun part. Yes, it's time for The Biggest Thinker. Bro, that's nasty. So, gentlemen, which (laughs) title made your stink list this week?
0: Well, in case you guys
2: uh, didn't, maybe all of us had the same one,
1: but I'm very curious what Josh's is at this point. I I think, I think we actually have the same one, but
0: uh, but I guess, yeah, I guess we'll see. Um, There were a lot, at least for me, that could have gone (laughs) here this week, (laughs) but um, because this one was going so good. For so long, just to wrap it up by not having a real ending at all, super shitty and lazy, Wonder Woman Evolution easily mm. makes it my stink list. This week. Interesting. Fair, enough. See, Fair enough. Mine
1: was Wonder Woman 789. Uh, oh. It still is, but I... I okay. I've, yeah.
0: oh, <laughs> Oh, don't get me wrong. Wonder Woman was a very close second.
1: Yeah. That Matter was fact, easily the, the weakest. Re- oh, I was just going to say that that was easily the weakest one I read this week. Oh
0: yeah. oh yeah, for sure. the The only reason why Evolution made my stink list is because for seven <laughs> issues it was rock star, and yeah, now it comes out country music, and you know that's just not okay. Not even like half decent country music, like
1: Luke Combs country. Music. <laughs> yeah, I just pissed off so a ton bad. of Luke Combs fans. I'm sure, <laughs>
0: <laughs> all three uh, of them. I I listen to so little country. I have no <laughs> idea who uh, Luke Combs is. He's terrible.
1: Yeah, here. Yeah, is he? yeah, he's
0: he, he's, he's just I've like heard in passing. Yeah,
1: you you've you've almost heard, certainly heard one single or another. Just listen to like FM radio at all, but yeah, it's or or even just like music, but yeah, it's like just the embodiment of generic, bland country music of yeah. the 21st century. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah Do you know what happens if you play a country song backwards? What? Rap? You get your truck back. You get your dog back. Your wife comes uh. home my wife <laughs> comes home yes
1: finally i've been wondering where she was
2: she's in the truck with the dog <laughs> um all right so yours is wonder woman
1: yes yes yeah, so mine oh, is what i don't know why i said was it still is it
2: still is. Um, <laughs> it was yeah. wonder, and it still is <laughs> yeah so, it so didn't was Jane mine. Jane. and also still is wonder woman
3: 789
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, no, I, I was
1: uh, just disappointing. It's yeah, as
2: black and white bread as milk.
1: I, I was, I was gonna say uh, we all chose Wonder Woman books this week, so maybe we've been drinking too much milk.
0: Absolutely not, <laughs> yeah. absolutely not. And again, I would have been. Not, we would have had the exact same issue if, if I wasn't so let down by evolution. Yeah, but for me, uh, I, just,
2: I just have hope that evolution might. Have a, a bigger resolution somewhere down the line, but I know it's never gonna happen. I just I, I try to hold on. As Superman said in the the story, that symbol on his chest is all about hope, and I'm holding on to that hope because that that symbol on his chest was so friggin' big. That it's <laughs> enough hope for everyone. Exactly. exactly. Ah,
0: yeah. uh, who knows? Maybe there will be an evolution part two, and I'll have to apologize for this. But I maybe. Uh, yeah. All right. But uh before we sign off, is anyone interested in talking about the dump list?
1: Uh I mean I don't have anything to nominate. Um I mean, I just figure at this point like we just have to suffer through Wonder Woman. The the best part is that it only comes out once a month, so <laughs> you know, I, I can I can abide by that. I I can I can torture myself, uh, but I don't have anything to add.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. We, we we put it on the dump list previously when it first came back post-Death post, infinite, or post, post death Metal. And then we brought it back because it started to pick up. <laughs> and now it's just dropping again. Yeah. If, if stocks have taught me nerd. anything, it's better oh my to pick up.
1: Dude, we're bad. on the same wavelength. I was literally just about to say it's like running the stock market. is yeah. <laughs> up and down. Really oh, is. yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Did you have something for the dump list, Jeff?
0: Uh well, uh Wonder Woman. But if no one else is on board, we'll uh we'll keep on going. I don't have a problem with keeping it in the reviews. You guys know I'm I'm okay know, taking uh, it uh, off. Taking but we, we need yeah. something to put on the biggest stinker. I don't want to put it yeah sticker, So Fair enough. All right. We'll bad. keep I'm Wonder sorry. Woman. <laughs> yeah.
1: It, maybe <laughs> if it like just gets even worse, like impossibly
0: worse, then yeah, we'll move it. Yeah. Um but
1: uh
2: if all of yeah. us like, spe- like consistently score it lower than a five, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just dump <don't> it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Time to go.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh oh, Definitely not.
1: Shlipping. Yeah. All right. Well, if we have nothing else to uh, possibly nominate for the dump list, then we are going to call it a night. Thank you for listening, everybody. That's been our show. We will be here next week talking comics, and, of course, we hope you'll stop by. Remember to go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash NAR Podcasts. Again, for one-time donation or subscription. We've got a lot of great stuff on Discord. If you ever just want to chat about movies or comics or any other random thing that comes to your mind, we have a crew of crazy people that would love to talk to you uh, and are definitely worth talking to. And We hope you will consider, you know coming by and supporting us. Um, but with that, there's only one way that we say goodbye around here. Until next time.
0: Be good, steward, Trevor. And don't be a robot. <laughs> 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 that
2: was
1: no, no, I'm just, like... <laughs>